Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 55 of Unmuted. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, whether you're tuning in live on Facebook right now, or you're listening to the audio, or watching it uh, the next day, maybe, maybe, I don't know, hi from the past, or the, f- yeah, from the past, can't be from the future. How's it going? Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for tuning in. Shireen is in the house, what is up? Mike Angelo says, my internet sucks, cashews right now, uh, big ass storm, Thor must be mad, we had no football this year. I've never heard the term sucks cashews before, but that's, um... It's a shame that your internet sucks. Uh, yeah, try try to try to stick around. If it if it doesn't work, you can always catch the audio afterwards. But we'd love to have you as part of the conversation, Mike. I know you'd uh, you'd enjoy this one. Um, I wanna I wanna start off by saying uh, thank you to all the patrons. You guys know the drill. Um, this show would not exist without the Patreon. Uh, page and the patreon contributions and the patrons are the reason we're up to episode 55 so it's, uh, it's absolutely insane and um and if you if you enjoy the show if you want to grow it join the patreon maybe we can we can reach 100 at some point uh, which i think would be absolutely insane um we're going to be moving soon moving the this desk and stuff so uh, maybe maybe we'll have more like in-person interviews at some point if the people are in the uae but um other than that um the show the show's the show has been like such a such a crazy journey um and for the people that uh, weren't aware uh like i said uh, in previous episodes the patreon subscriptions and the sponsors from this month will uh will go to help out uh, uh go to the lebanese red cross to to help out uh, with some relief uh, for for the beirut blast that happened um it's a it's not a lot but it's the best we can do and i if you guys want direct uh, support directly, uh, head to the Lebanese uh, Red Cross. And um, if you have something to promote and you want to do some good, hit me up. We'll do a sponsor post, and uh, and we can uh, we can do donate that money to to Lebanon. But anyway, we um, my guest today is Michael Al Asmar. I call him Misho. Um, he's one of uh, my oldest friends. Both in old, as a, he's an old person, and an old, as in I've known him the longest. Um, we've spent uh, spent many years together, uh, traveling and doing a whole bunch of shit. So there's going to be a lot to talk about. He's also a graphic designer and a great artist uh, that I look up to, and he's a bassist uh, in in a he, he was he's been in a bunch of bands, but more recently in uh, in Aramaic, uh, Dubai-based doom death metal band. So um, let's get Misho in here. Hit the intro. Misha, welcome to the show. <laughs> You're hey, rocking man. out to the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. Thank you, Finally. my dude. Yeah, man, it's fifth, episode 55. Ah, good for you, man. This is, yeah, this has been one of the, good, like, uh, the progression, good progression of a podcast that I, I I'm at, like, uh, I love podcasts. I've been listening to it for a long time. But, Yanni, just to be a part of it, it's tripping me out right now. This is my <laughs> first podcast ever. I don't know why would people want to listen to anything, I would say. Because we have a bunch Yanni, of shit to talk about. Oh, we, 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 got, we, we used to do this, we used to do this in my bar. Uh, but like only us and a lot of alcohol was involved. It was. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sure if people were listening to what we were talking about, we would like not have friends. But <laughs> I, I, you know, I've, I've thought about that uh, a few times just to give some people context. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I spent a lot of time 
hanging out at, at Misho's house at his bar, and uh, we'd, we'd just have, have a few adult beverages, and uh, we just talk. Basically, this podcast, it was this podcast. We just talk about uh, life and the scene and uh, about everything under the sun. Um, and like you said, I think if there was a GoPro in a corner or a microphone anywhere in that room, there, there might have been some, uh, some angry people out in the world. <laughs> yeah, but, but man, Yanni, this is like, I'm so, I don't want to blow your bubble or anything, but Yanni, you are, it, this is so uncomfortable for you. I know it's uncomfortable. Now it's very comfortable, but like, uh, you're, first of all, one of the best frontmans I've seen, but you, you do it in such a, like, you, the frontman usually is the person who's trying to get the spotlight, look at me, or like, you know, he's doing it to get the girls or to get, you do, you do, art in general for you you even have the attitude of like just like don't don't look at me like what I, when, when you're on stage yeah you command people and thank and, you man that's yeah and that's the difference i think uh, going back to the reason you started i think this podcast the first episode i told you i listened to re-listen to the one with uh, fadi and there i think there's two types of uh Oh, here we go. Here I go on a rant. We just started. Sorry. Okay, go <laughs> for it. Let's <laughs> let's hit it. Wait before before we start before we start that thought. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I always say just so we're consistent. I always say I gave you a little intro before the intro, uh, yeah. but but in your own words, just introduce yourself to the tribe. Hey guys, Michael, Misho, Michelle, many uh, nicknames, Mishmish, uh, Mishka. A lot of uh, people call me a lot of things, which I really love. Because I think like each person sees me in a different character. Or, or right, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a bass player, musician. Uh, I used to live in Dubai, uh, and now I live in Amsterdam, which is awesome. <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> um, which is awesome. And I work for a, a water bottle company that's trying to clean up the oceans and uh, let like people use one bottle of water instead of that PET recycle like the bottle of water that you cannot recycle basically and those like one use that you use it and you throw it in the garbage so we're I'm trying we're trying to do um, something good so yeah that's fucking awesome I want to I want to dive into that um, a little later but you were saying two types of people Yes, so I was saying, like, in my opinion, guys, any, anything that I say here, it's in my opinion. I'm not. It's an it's called on, it's, on it's, any of it's called no, a, it's called a muted. We're allowed to we're allowed to say shit. <laughs> right. Good. Um, like, there, there, it, to be creative or to be to do art, either there's two types. I think the person who's trying to stand out and to like make look at me or or like i i want to i want to put my mark i want to be different i want to be like i just i just it's i'm in it for some kind of a there's an additional value to the art i'm not saying the art is not good i'm just saying there is an additional value or and i want something else other than the satisfaction of doing art mm-hmm. while the, some other people like yourself like they are under the like uh, under the radar i admire that so much about you man uh you you do your thing and like you know yeah it's it's fine you always used to tell me oh i admire you you creatives you can create logo from zero 
Dude, you did a video for Aramaic in a shitty place it, with one camera, and it's like it's. It, and I cannot believe when I show this video to people, it's like I was in that concert. I cannot believe that what, that was the video that was shot <laughs> in that concert. We'll, we'll, <laughs> so. we'll play. We'll play that video in a bit. But the 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 premise of what I was saying isn't. I think. I think it boils down to confidence, like you were saying. I think there's there's it's not just the value of what a creative gets back outside of the the actual art they create. Um, like say say you're you're a singer, um, which uh, which I definitely am not. I'm I am a vocalist in a band. But say you're like a proper like singer songwriter. You know what I mean? Like acoustic guitar and you can sing. Outside of just being able to output the actual music, uh, there's got to be some sort of return from from knowing that that some people liked it right mm-hmm. outside of that um the issue with me is my threshold for that is very low if one person liked it i'm good <laughs> i don't need more i don't need more if one person says yo that was that was actually an interesting conversation i'm i'm solid we're good and i think um that's why the tribe is so so tight tight knit like it's just a a, a group of people that uh, like each other and like each other's conversations mm-hmm. And and uh, just want to talk about like creativity and inspiration and, and boost each other and stuff. Uh, it doesn't doesn't really matter if it goes viral or if it whatever the fuck happens. It's like this is this is yeah. the coolest thing that's ever happened, and uh, and we're okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And this is why, like, I think Zvangali or whatever project that you did, you didn't have enemies in terms of like you know the scene bands hating each other or of course Svengali gets a lot of hate because uh, you're doing great and this is why people always give you shit if you're if you're good but like I think there's like there's always I I am I I'm talking about myself I was maybe the way we were brought up or the family situation like you you were like uh you're doing you're being misfits a misfit where you're younger but you don't want your dad to know or stuff like that while I am like, uh, but notice me. Somebody notice me. I'm gonna jump from this building or do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not extremely. I'm, I didn't jump from any buildings. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're saying, metaphor, <laughs> metaphorically put on a show. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think like it's it's just interesting. Like I always admired that because, in it, and this is this really reflects in this. Uh, podcast because you're doing it because you want to do it in the format you want to you embrace your fuck ups and uh, stuff like that and you're just you're just having a conversation so thank you man good for you man thank you brother thank you yeah Uh, the thing the thing um that uh that kind of put things in gear is the the idea that it's live like you said embracing Mm -hmm. fuck ups live it really um it really humbles the fuck out of you when especially because i was such a nitpicky video editor and video creator so to speak um that when when it's live and it's just there this is the way it is i've played the intro wrong and whatever happened like i muted the guest a hundred times it's there and you're just like well that's that (laughs) it's it's super cool there's so much freaking content out there man like just to stand to have some people want to tune in and listen like you said it's great there's so much there's so much like it's it's ridiculous like the amount of music out there for example 
it's ridiculous and that's why i don't like uh you talked with Ilya about like new music and he said like oh there's no new music or something like that i don't agree with that i agree with a lot of what he said on that uh episode but i think it just it just the 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 way we consume music is totally different and there's so much content in general music there's like 20 metal albums a day 20 that's insane and insane. that's that's the ones that make it to that radar that metal, metal. Yeah. we're talking metal when we didn't like gr- like uh, I, I can talk to you about new genres that i'm discovering and and festivals and shit i was like oh my god you like we're not designed for this and i think our co- like consumption our consumption of like content is like when i used to listen hold the the, the disc the the booklets and, and read it because it's the only thing that I have to do. There's no internet. I'm and in my room. Physically like, see who uh, wrote which song. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the to the album and like you know, again and again discover new details every time. That's why the music, uh, it's in our brain embedded, in a way. And, and like uh, at such a young age, we are so malleable and uh, like like r- really easy to influ- to influence and to to. Uh, that's why you remember a song you haven't listened to a song for like fifteen years and it comes out and you Dude, know every freaking. We, we've been we've song. been to a to a system of a down show together, you and I, and I sang yeah. every word of every song they played. Uh, including the weird one that no one knew, the B-side that was from the first demo album. Dude, you remember when you used to do, do the drives to Abu Dhabi to get alcohol, and you're like, it's ins- we don't talk to each other the whole fucking trip. It's an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and a half, whatever, and it's just like record, Tenacious D, on like 11, or, or uh, while she sleeps, or uh, system of a down and like word for word tapping on on the <laughs> tapping on it was uh, the original carpool karaoke <laughs> the steering wheel yeah good good times good times I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into the comments real quick Shireen says Misho Elena says Mishi <laughs> uh, Khalid Tamimi says Lake Misho uh, Gorgon says Dimitri my son Dimitri yes. Okay, and that's a new one. I, I, that, uh, Mike Angelo says that guy. Good times. <laughs> yeah, not not that guy in head though. The other not, not guy. The, yeah, the other guy. Uh, Christina sends love. Uh, Khaled Tamimi says maniac. Okay. Uh, Shireen nice. sends sends a pizza emoji. Isn't it weird that like, like I want to say something. Like I love these guys, and of course with. With uh, um, Khaled, we played together, like Shireen, we had conversations together. But it's we always met in a circumstance of going out to drink with other 20 other people. Like me and you, we had this conversation. And I, I felt like when you had the conversation with people, with, with people you you don't have the opportunity to, uh, like it was very interesting and very different. You never sit down. This is why I would, I don't know how it would be if like you interview Khalid, for example. Like, I don't know, I don't know much about your relationship, but for me, it's, it's like, I know so much about these guys. They're a big part of my life, but I, we'd never like, that's why we're obviously we're best friends and, and like, uh, we, we go a long way because we, we went deep. And I think 
in some way this is the difference between um, between like uh, cult Middle Eastern culture and like Dutch culture that I'm facing right now. But like, just before before you move into that, I think one of the reasons I love uh, doing this podcast is because of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I was able to um, sit down and have conversations with people that I usually just bump into. Yeah. Um, in the scene and at the music room, stuff like that. Uh, people that I've I've known a little longer, people that I've known very like surface level, uh, and uh, and just ha- sit down and have a conversation with them uninterrupted. Yeah, like it's only just I'm, a conversation. It, I'm I'm so sorry, but like you know, remember that I I jump. I'm sorry, guys. I I jump from like my brain is is very weird. My girlfriend says that I have a form of ADD or ADHD or something. But yeah, it's I mean, like, rem- that, that makes a good met? conversation. <laughs> Remember how we met? We met because you were shooting a, 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 a live concert for the Crow Murder. I do remember and, that. <laughs> and we, nobody has footage. Nobody has that footage. It's somewhere. But I do but have. Uh, for so those that grateful. are watching, for those that are watching the video, I do have some photos from the Crow Murder ah, that I'm pulling Jesus. up on screen right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Crow. Yeah, fucking uh, Ben. Ben and the guys like one of the best introduction to uh, a band in Dubai. My uh, my addition was literally: Do you drink alcohol? This is the first question, and then do you have a base? Like, yeah, I like th- th- these are the requirements to be a part of like that awesome band. It's such raw, raw heavy metal, whatever you call it, machine heady, Pantera. Uh, kind of music that's just great period of my life. I'm so so lucky to have these guys. Let's talk. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you were saying the difference between uh, Middle Eastern culture and and uh, Dutch culture, uh, just a little while ago. But um, let's talk a little bit about uh, you moving to the UAE and kind of your background. Let's just give some people some uh, some juice into yeah. Misho's world. Well, I'm I'm a like a, a guy from Damascus, Syria. I'm, my family is Lebanese, so I have a little bit of Lebanese in me. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, um, um, I lived in Damascus. I was a graphic designer. I did a lot of magazines. Actually, I started. I, I wanted to be a graphic designer because of that. What I was talking to you, laying down in my room, um, uh, reading Metal Hammer. Actually, like six month old Metal Hammer issues or something like that, because you don't get like the latest one. You don't get it delivered on time. Lebanon, or even like a a year. And like, I I just kept listening to music and flipping through these pages, and I was like, oh my God, look at the the way the the font goes into the arm of the guy, and like the the way the light uh, has been lit to take photos and shit like that. And also like album covers, freaking Paradise Lost, Dragonian Times, one of my favorite albums of all times. I looked at that cover and I was like, I want to know how to do this, you know? So uh, it was very hard for me because uh, to, to go into art school, you have to... You, I, I'm old, I'm 40, I just turned 40. So this this is different for you guys. Um, that, that's that's not old, <laughs> by the way. That's, well, everyone, I, I don't... We're, we're all in the, on the same page on, on the tribe. 
<laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, uh, 19, 1989 in Damascus, Syria was old compared to 1989, uh, like everywhere else. It took a little bit of time t for us to, uh, like, you know, reach, reach things and trends. But yeah, wh what I was going to say is like, I was not allowed to get into the, uh, to use the computer in, in the university because that's cheating. You have to draw. Uh, by your and you have to sculpture stuff and I was like I don't want to be an artist I don't I don't want to be like a, a painter or a sculptor or the, I, I just want to be I had a computer once like when I was young that you used to have cassette tapes and you load the games with a cassette tape like a Sinclair uh, 128k or like you know like these old Commodores or like five I'm, I'm aging myself, but you already know my age. So yeah, just uh, I was just about sorry. to say, I was just about to say, kids, you know that icon you see uh, for for that's what he's talking about. It's it's like the floppy disk. It's, when you ask when you ask echo. when you ask kids, you know the icon for save. <laughs> what does that actually stand for? No one knows it's a fucking floppy disk anymore. Yeah, we used to we used to 3D print it and use it as a flash drive. <laughs> but that flash drive only could take like word files because it was so freaking small. But yeah, um, yeah, I, uh, I started doing it by myself. Um, I, I started uh, designing by myself. Luckily, I got really good at it, really famous. So I got a good job. I started this doing, I, I started a small studio and you know, like the conditions it's for, for independent music was very, very hard back home. So, um, kind of tried to start a new label for like independent artists, but, uh, we, I got a lot of feedback and like, you know, not, not uh, from the government, but like, they don't know what they're dealing with. Everything that has screaming or, or everything that is westernized or something, they can think it is, um, it's not good as we hear till this day, like the Iranian bands that got sentenced to life in prison because they are satanic. Yeah, I saw, whatever. I, I saw, so, I yeah. shared that post. It's, it's fucking crazy. That's still around, but yeah, starting, yeah, but starting like, a label you know, in that climate, basically. Mm. Yeah, that, that type of shit. And so I started the label. I rec I released uh, eight records, which is unprecedented by, uh, at the time for like jazzy, uh, like folklore jazz music, or like a little bit of rockish things. And then I uh, <laughs> I came to Dubai to visit uh, Dad. He he used to be that he used to live there as an engineer. And uh, I got drunk once and uh applied for a job <laughs> by the way there's a lot of stories that start and end this way <laughs> <laughs> yes yes uh th there was a theme for sure that said the president yeah and uh yeah i got i got an offer to design my one of my favorite uh, magazines growing up which is windows magazine the middle eastern uh, uh uh, version where, where I get to play video games, review them, design the pages, and also design. So, yeah, I, I like design. Also, I play bass in, um, uh, see, I'm, this is it. This is what I was talking to you before. It's like, look at me. I'm like, I'm flexing. I'm not flexing. It's, it, you, I, used you to get, have I think, I think in, in the, in the context of a, of a conversation talking about the, the past or at least mm. your history. A little bit of flexing is is required, to say yeah, the least. Yeah. 
So um, let's let, let's bring it back to the yeah. murder. So I come to Dubai. I become a, a designer in ITP, one of the biggest uh, houses. Like the, which which made me fuck amazing, like amazingly elevated my like world knowledge in in general. Just coming to Dubai and meeting all these people from all around the world, and and like you have you have an idea about how it is, but. You are so much closed in your circle and your in your Middle Eastern surrounding, and you come to, you come to Dubai, and it's it's great, and it's all the people that are like like you in a bit. Like you can find people like you. I never find people like me when I grew up. I was always the black sheep, you know. And and it's I don't blame like I don't blame them. They have to, they have this Middle Eastern. We don't talk about things and what would people think of us? You know, this is the the standard of like ah uh, the, the conversation. You cannot really talk, at least in my experience, you cannot even talk to um, to your family about shit because oh uh, why are you late? Uh, like you know, it's always like kind of a um, like a, 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 um, a friction or. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they didn't know how they're doing, what they're doing. We didn't know what, they, like you know, they they did it because their fa- uh, fa- father and grandfather did it, and like nobody questioned things. It's it's and a very what- traditional uh, approach to life, and then you come out going like, I have this alternative culture lifestyle. Like they, they're not going to know what no, to do with that shit. I have no clue how how I came. Like, if you see the ingredients and the environment, it's like, why am I this way? There's no like, I am 180% degrees different from my sister, and I understand why she went that way because I think she saw what how the family treated me, and everybody was like, oh Jesus, I don't want to be <laughs> whatever that guy did. I'm just I'm out. <laughs> so yeah, I, I it, it's 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 weird, and it's like going back again everything will link together guys like stay with us stop, stop trying to paint the picture <laughs> just have the conversation <laughs> I, i'm just talking but yeah like coming here like they celebrate difference uh even if it's not everybody obviously there is like uh, all sorts of of people and but like at least you are individuality is more uh, uh celebrated or or like you know accepted you at least person yeah you can talk about stuff people are interested in in like what your thought if you're different they're trying to at least the people that i run around mm-hmm. and while, while uh, the way we grew up like i'm sure you're this way like i couldn't talk to my dad about like stuff and like you know it's uh, the awkward is like how is cool yeah 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 it's good uh, like let's eat general stuff is like you, you i couldn't like like that i like listen to this music these guys are uh talking about and, and like you until very like old age you told him about the whale song and like the the, the search tank and whale song yeah 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 so i was just about to tell you i think i think traditional and conservative um uh, parents uh, be it middle eastern or otherwise because i've seen a lot of people from the west that have had yeah. similar upbringings yeah. Uh, especially the, the the people that uh, chose to take a more creative path, uh, be it music or art or graphic design or filmmaking, whatever it is, conservative traditional parents uh, tend to, to create an environment where you have to be like 
sneaky about your life. Mm-hmm. In a, like I was so good at doing what I wanted to do without anyone knowing. Um, and not just the bad stuff, not like just being a bad kid. Cause I was a bad kid, but just like wow. going, going to shows, playing shows, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah. Just, just doing whatever it took. Like I went, I, um, we, we were, uh, talking to Alicia yesterday and I was telling him about how I was like saving up. I was working to get a bicycle, uh, when I was in Qatar at like 14 years old. And I, I did another job to save up to buy symbols for the drum set. And my parents were the ones that faci- like had the house where I can have a drum set, 100%. But they they were focused on the, the working. I was working to focus on the other stuff. <laughs> it's just this weird like triangle of no one is actually communicating to the other what they want. Um, and, and now, like at this age, like... I don't blame them, man. I blamed them for so long. But like, I'm 40 and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's like, they have to have kids at a young age and go to work and like adhere to society's standards of like how, which school you should put your son in. And it's like, Jesus Christ, I, I feel like pressure if, if I owned a cat. So, Dude. <laughs> so now as a dad, exactly, exactly. I'm telling you, like <laughs> uh, uh, the second, the second we, li- we laid eyes on kiddo, I was like, yo, am I, is something supposed to switch? Like, am I supposed to feel older? Am I, su- am I, am I supposed to like know things? You're supposed to know things, right? People who have kids. Uh, and Serge just uh, just joined us. Speaking of people, Serge and Roba, what's up? Uh, hey guys. Uh, also, uh, fresh fresh parents. Uh, welcome I back, love these guys. But they um, deserve they deserve like th- their kid. Like I, I'm not saying other parents don't, but like these guys uh, fought through. Like you deserve it, guys. I'm so happy for you. I'm I'm genuinely super happy. People who want kids good for you i'm so happy for you if you want a kid but for the right reason and i know these these two can like raise an awesome viking oh dude but we're I, already set they're they're gonna be they're all, all we're rounding all the kids up so they're they're gonna play in a band together <laughs> serge is gonna manage i'm gonna i'm gonna be the bus driver for the tour <laughs> <laughs> nice nice um but yeah. uh, but like i was saying as soon as, as soon as uh, i saw kiddo i was like I realized just how like uh, immature and inexperienced all the people that I when I was growing up I thought like parents and adults had like some like something switches it, it trend you you become more mature somehow you figure life out like like as soon as you're they, they're parents they but as uh, as I was getting older and then when Tara and I uh, had kiddo I was like yo I'm just I'm still the same kind of I'm I'm kind of like a, a scumbag with a kid now. Like it's just, yeah. uh, uh, it's just Tara and I going like, do you think this works? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like imagine like 40 years old to us is a different from a, like, it's weird. Like our, our retirement homes, uh, they will have playstations and Xboxes instead we, of bingo. We will so. be the weirdest grandparents <laughs> in the world. This generation is going to yes. be the weirdest. Fuck. Like this gener. Imagine the next generation. Imagine your grandma having a TikTok account, like seeing your old. You're joking about this. Do you know about digital influencers? D- digital. Have you heard about? Yes. Yeah. Fully, fully digital influencer that is not even a person. 
a company runs oh not like an, an influencer that's online but like a an actual digital a 3d a 3d person okay. that is run by a company and you cannot imagine the amount of kids that are following these uh influencers look think about it it's brilliant you get no no human error because it's a team there's no like if you there's no this influencer is not going to try to rape women or men or whatever like you know what i mean and you can you can sell any brand you want and do it's brilliant but like i would never follow a digital influencer but so wait what what's the added value why do i follow a, so a, a graphic also, image it means and this is why also links to the other uh talk that we were talking about technology we we're doing this now we don't know how it we how we will perceive music even so the the idea is there's no more music is, is i think is wrong because with the technology and with like it, there will be other ways to to enjoy music or to interpret things that we never thought of You know what I mean? I so, actually think we're going to go back. We're going to we, you know how like bell bottoms and uh, and platform shoes came back in the early 2000s how new metal kids were dressing like uh, you know 80s uh, skaters. Like I th- I think we're going to go back to a time where like it's not cool to be digital. Uh, I mean Gorgon is one of those people already but <laughs> it's it's like the, go back to like typewriter exactly type, typewriter and and, and <laughs> like that uh, feather pen whatever the fuck it's called dipping it in ink but um but I I I think we're going to go back to a time where like it'll be cool to own vinyl it'll be cool to record in a live room I'm I'm with you but it's it's again we like Uh, imagine our grandkids trying to explain TikTok to our grand uh, grandfather or something like that. So for us, even now, there's technology that hasn't been uh, created yet or being created that we will look at and we will be like, oh. So, for example, uh, uh, what's the definition of a picture? You take a picture, so you can like. capture this moment in time and whenever you look at this picture you go back in time and you remember that time that you took this picture at. yeah that's not the definition of picture anymore because of tiktok and because of snapchat and the, the picture disappears you you're telling a story by by a picture that you don't want to keep to the rest of time in a way yeah so the definition of, of things are is changing in general so, so i don't really know if like uh like this is it you know what i mean like yeah. uh, elon musk is trying to uh, work on like neuro connectors that you can listen to music through directly through your brain without even having anything so like what do what do i even know like you know yeah. about- <laughs> <laughs> no wait i want i want to talk i want to get into cyborgs with you in a second but i just want to <laughs> run through the comments um where were we soul is saying wow his beard looks like it could eat walid shah's beard for breakfast i, be- <laughs> I believe no that is competition. No that no is fairly accurate well, hashtag all beards matter <laughs> Soul is also saying, I want to make content, but I'm stuck watching Unmuted every night. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate we appreciate it, Soul. But um, you are making great content. And uh, he, he uh, he's releasing music under the, the name Dozens. 
very uh, collaborative project, which is very cool. You guys should check out and check out uh, his episode. He was episode 51 um, for, for those that want to listen to it. Um, Katia's in the house. Saldana clan about to join. What is up the whole Saldana clan? Hey, guys. Germany. They're supposed to come here to Amsterdam next week. We'll see. And I know in a week or two. I hope so. Hopefully and traveling. I miss them. Yeah, I, I just miss seeing humans in general. Um, last time I saw them was in Vakan last year. Damn. Uh, Josh was performing with uh, Slaves to Sirens. Shout out Slaves to Sirens. Shout out Sla- Slaves to Sirens from Lebanon. Um, yeah. Who else is here? Gerard is in the house sending uh, sending the horns. Anthony's in the house, says Misho and Ad9. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, he also says, You're not old, Misho. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I definitely do not act like it. Hala's in the house sending some love and horns what is up thank you for tuning in uh, Ruba says Michelle hello uh, Anthony uh, Anthony says flex all you want and whoever doesn't enjoy it can suck on a banana wow yeah <laughs> uh, well you, what you don't know guys that Anthony lives an hour away from me so we've grown even closer uh, like after after uh, he's uh, Anthony and Pierre are like one of my closest friends that I transferred from Dubai to uh, to the Netherlands. So I'm just happy. And check out Death Tribe, Death Tribe guys, Death Tribe and Kiotio. Awesome. awesome! It has the new song Thaura. It's absolutely. It's, it's, I uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'll link it on the uh, on the page uh, for you guys after after this episode. Um, yeah. Matsum's awesome. in the house. He says, Misho ishtaqtillak. And for those people I that miss, don't speak Arabic, that means I miss you. I miss Matsum so much. Yeah, he's the blood of this, like, underground scene in Dubai, man. Like, it, the, the guy even lost a lot of money uh, organizing concert, I'm sure. Like, the business model... Let's not even open that kind of worm. <laughs> or, or if no, you want, I was I was about to tell you I have a I have an episode with him coming up. But um, but if Matsum yes. uh, is in the house, uh, we I made a deal with him. It's going to be in person, face to face, so we can we can actually get into the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. So he's like, imagine like without uh, um, Muhammad Jabir, without him, without uh, Nahla, like. Why would band even come to Dubai? Like, unless you're Black Sabbath, Metallica, you you have those big deals like Guns N' Roses, you're performing to 30,000, 15, whatever it is. Like, uh, these guys, uh, they give them so much credit. And the problem, like, quickly, let's dive into this. The problem with the, the UAE scene is, like, they're measuring the, their their circumstances with, like, they're not taking their circumstances in, in, um, in consideration. The, like, you, you see the module. Like, here, I'll tell you about what's happening in Europe. Here, mm-hmm. there's a band. Europe, all, there's no borders. You just drive in. Get so in a van. Go in across van. the country, yeah. They, they hire a van. They go, they do like a, a play to eat and, and uh, split the door and a place to stay. And they play like 25 shows like this in small cities. Even, not even, like some, some bands don't even play Amsterdam. They play smaller Hengelo or like a, a Den Haag or something like that. Uh, a smaller city or uh, off-road city, but they can do that. And for them, it's like 
imagine that you're like 20 or 20 something years old and it's like yeah I'll, I'll, I'll just go like drink beer I'll and, slug it like, out for a couple of uh, a month or two go to Amsterdam smoke some weed uh, like meet some awesome people play for a little bit and this is what I like here I actually seeked out I feel like because metal here is so famous there's a metal dating app like there's a separate dating app. like you know how wait what for us, the, like, like metal scene yeah like Tinder, but just for metalheads. Yes, for metal. This is what is it called? I'm curious. I I did not sign up because I I suck at apps. But yes, <laughs> I will, I will find it and send you the the uh, the metal app. But like you know what I mean? Like so, I seeked out. I think I'm I was such a part of like the underground or the small part for so long. I seeked out like the weirdest bands or venues. Like my favorite festival is a festival called Roadburn here. They have like all these like showgaze uh, noise, like you know, not even like a very different form of like like bands like the Conjuring, Sumac. Uh, That's like lingua, super lingua, super lingua, niche like, music, right? Yeah, and 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 amazing bands and very knowledgeable in music and like the body the collaborations, but it has that. It almost has that like arty scene kind of. A, it's it's not hipsterish. It is a, a tad hipsterish, but it's like the harsh hipster hipster that is harsh. It's like I'm I'm gonna you know, destroy you. You know what would have made it hipster if while you were explaining the genre, you just said, "Oh, you guys won't understand." <laughs> that would yes. have yeah, that would have that. but the, the fact that you just explained it and said, "You know, it's 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 pretty niche." That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah it, it, it like there are the like I, I feel my I, I I tend to go towards these uh, communities like my girlfriend's she plays roller derby which is awesome like she, she kicks uh, women's asses for a living and so uh, like it's such a small community wait and, like, so wait 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 because you have to explain roller derby because you skimmed through it but up until uh, up until I, I it, it, internet met her, um, yeah. I had no fucking idea this was a thing. I thought this was like a thing you did in movies. Like I didn't realize it was an actual <laughs> yeah. real sport. So ex- actual explain actual. roller derby to someone that might have not heard it. Uh, I I grew to like it. I didn't know anything about it, but it's basically some people on skates in a very um, in a circle. They go around in a circle, and there is a person called Jammer, and that person is trying to uh, get across everybody else and uh, uh, pass a, a line and when you pass that line you get a uh, you get a point but like the other team is trying to forbid you from uh, passing that line physically but they're not allowed to hit you above the like so it's all hips and like very intricate so it's it's you're on wheels which i, I cannot even do like like on the street normally you're on wheels just going very fast and somebody's trying to to drop you, you. <laughs> to drop you <laughs> so it's pretty awesome but uh, like what i like the most about it is the community it reminded me of 
the metal community it reminded me of like you know because you're small you're you're there's not lots money into it people are doing it because they love it you know what i mean we yeah. used to uh, we never made any money from concerts we paid so much money mm-hmm. for like renting the room in the hotel and partying till 5 a.m in the morning <laughs> like the same amount of money that we get it, it, you know what i mean and they are like this way they book their flights and they go to italy to play the other team or something like that so i, I feel like I, i i i go towards the misfits or i go to towards the because now metal is famous here is like oh uh i have no excuse anymore i was gonna ask you <laughs> like here uh in in the uae but even back in jordan um when we were in lebanon when we were in turkey when you see when you see a metalhead just wearing a t-shirt walking across the road you do the like yo we get each other uh, not in turkey you know you know i had a bad experience yeah you yeah, did. But, yeah, in, in other in other countries yes but <laughs> um, but generally speaking uh, remember, the- remember that guy that we thought he loves bengali so much because he was said banging so much and then we thought we saw that he had banging to every other band and oh, like, oh, no no oh. he was, uh, we thought we thought he was rocking out to bengali turns out he was he was rocking out to even the like Yeah, there's no music the, the silence between the bands he was he was m- moshing by himself to the yeah. silence between the bands and we we're like oh so he's Turkey he's just amazing, crazy man you you killed it on that fucking stage it was such a good experience i'm so happy that i'm a part of it i'm always like svangali is in my heart like I, do, you, do you remember my i have a different origin story about svangali i don't know if you know it Do you know the ur- my origin story about Bengali? Your origin is different than my origin story? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you remember how it started in my in my opinion? Yeah, I was living in a in a what they call the mage room <laughs> in yeah. a, in a small space and uh, you uh, came over and Ala Abu Raghib shout out to Ala Abu Raghib who's a piece of shit. Um but <laughs> shout out to him uh in Jordan. If anyone knows Ala Abu Raghib tag him in the comments right now. Let's bring him in here. We um we were uh we were we were starting to write stuff together and I I had I remember I had the name you had the Bengali page with I I booked the, yeah like this Bengali music was already was already booked but I had no music and I had the like theme of yeah. what the the songs would uh, would kind of sound like and um and uh, you came over uh we uh, we started writing we together Bengali. we watched Bengali The, yeah, the, 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 the Darren, Brown, uh, Darren Brown magic show, yeah. basically. That's where I got the name from. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people give me shit about the name. Some people are like, oh, it's it's about pedophilia. And other people are like, it's about the... Like, no, motherfucker, it's an automaton. It's a it's a robot. It's it's a robot from a Darren Brown... <laughs> it's a spooky-ass spooky robot yeah. that talks to, to your unconscious, basically. Exactly. It's like if it raises your hand, it raises its hand, you raise your hand. But, um, so but the yeah, story, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your story, tell me, tell me, tell me I, your version. It's true. But like we went to the room and, and you were like, I don't know, like, I don't know where to start. And we were like, I, I don't know either. And I like, I remember I, I came up with like a progressive shitty like Chris and you were like this is awesome and I, and I was like yeah uh, like we went home and the next day motherfucker you sent three tracks 
three finished, almost finished tracks, I was at work. Like I'd have to go for, at, at work the next day. And I was like, like, and after that, the day after you sent like another four tracks and I was like, okay, I have no, the creative juices have been pouring out of this person and I have no place in Svengali because this is awesome by itself. It's not what I want to play, but I'm like, you know, just go, go fucking ahead and do it. And then, yeah, you, nobody knows this. You wrote the amazing EP that I still have on my computer. Uh, many versions of the songs. Yeah, I had. Like, a, I, I was just gonna say I had a lot of different de- like demo one, demo underscore one underscore final and un- final underscore underscore. All food related. Oh, that's uh, a great names. tidbit. I used to name my demos based on what I what I had for lunch. <laughs> no one knows that. I whatever I had for lunch was the name of that demo, and uh, most yeah. of it was uh, was Arabic food. So creativity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's uh, uh i want to i want to go through the comments real quick because um, john shout out to john thank you for tuning in he says your beard is hitting the mic and then poof it's a hi-hat so uh oh how about now yeah that's better i think yeah sorry guys it, it's like sitting on the beard it's really cool beard problems <laughs> um um, Hamad Jabir uh, would be a great derby player. Yes, he would be. Uh, I'm going to have him on the show as well, so it's going to be very cool. Talk to Hamad Jabir from uh, from Josine. Khan is in the house greeting bros, uh, Moses, hey, and Khan. tribe. What is up, my dude? Ravindra. Uh, uh, Sorry if I'm butchering your name. Um, damn, what happened in Turkey? I thought it was only me. Uh, we can get into the turkey uh, turkey stories in just a little bit uh it was sure. our it was our first time uh traveling together uh no it wasn't our first time traveling together what am i talking about it was the first time Virtual traveling Assault was the first time. as yeah yeah no but this is like as a band as a band yes um i'm i'm uh, like the technical support for zengali i was the guy who like you know Make sure that nobody's tripping on stage, like uh, on on bot- water bottles and shit <laughs> like that. We, we can get into that. <laughs> um, Anthony saying, Mikey just interviewed the interviewer, a natural born communicator. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a we're friends. We're friends. It's, it's we're, not. A- we're very close <laughs> friends. It's, it's not hard work to do this. Dahi is in the house. Pinky says, hey. Misha, that beard is biblical. I miss you, bro. <laughs> I met this guy where he was doing the sound for The Conjurer, one of the most awesome new bands. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's the, you're going you know you're going places, bro. He's really good at what he does. Uh, can't wait to see you again in in Amsterdam. Yeah, Pink is amazing, and uh, I had a conversation with him on the podcast. Um, uh, Katya's in the house. She says, uh, "Would you be willing to tell us what happened that night?" Uh, a certain a certain Swedish band came to the crowbar for the after party. That uh, that question is from Josh, um, <laughs> and uh, Dahi says so. Every demo was called Zatar, Zatar Two, Zatar Three, Zatar Four. Yeah, basically, basically that's what it was called. Uh, there was a Mluhi in there. I remember that because yeah, that was a good day. Yeah. That was a good day, and that that uh, for anyone that actually remembers, Mluhi um, turned into uh, a no. conquer. Conquer, yes. <laughs> it was Conquer. So if anyone yeah. knows the, the song Conquer from Svengali, that, that original title was called Lukhiya. Insight. Uh, Adnan's in the house. What is up? Which is uh, like Inception for me. 
because you're the only Adnan I know. Um, but Adnan Ghosh is in the house. Adnan, are you going to take a sip of your JD bottle uh, sitting behind you on the left? Uh, yes. Yes, we uh, we are taking sips. Um, I just so mix, I, I, I mix I can it. Talk about, yeah. I can talk about the, the incident in my crowbar quickly if you want. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. This famous death metal bands around like 45 plus years old dude. Are we allowed to say the name of the band? I don't care. Grave. <laughs> they, they, they are they are called Grave. They had a great. They played an awesome concert. I invited them over, or like the organizer at the time, I invited them over. And we like obviously, you know, it's it's we all know each other. It's such a small place, and these guys came like rock stars. Like it's it's my house. It's. Uh, it's a small house. All the drinks are. Well, everybody's welcome to the drinks. Everybody's welcome to everything. And then they are started drinking, asking where the drugs are and the women are. And I'm like, we don't, we don't have that kind of like. Of course, if he, if they they are uh, they find someone who wants to go to bed with them or whatever, they're welcome. But like we we're not that type of country uh, to do those kind of things. Also, everybody's in my house. I. I kind of have a responsibility, and especially to a, a girl that I love. She's a sweetheart, and she was 19 at the time. And this singer was fucking trying to uh, annoy her or, like, you know, sexually... Um, make advances? Uh, make advantage, uh, advances on her. And I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, turned off turned off the music. Yeah, and, and it was the... the the time when Syrians were going to Sweden, so it was, I think, 2013 or something, and he had, like, strong opinions about, called us San, San N-word, Sand N-word. I'm not going to repeat that word, but, like, yeah, he called us the Sand N-words. So I had to turn off the music and kick them out of my house, basically. Yeah, I mean, see, that that's... I, I know that story, and... Uh... And every time, every time I hear it, I'm like, that makes complete sense. Like, why? I don't give a fuck who you are. Uh, if yeah. if you disrespect someone in their own house, yeah, this is not like I'm, I don't know what they're used to. I'm sure they're used to like you know backstage and stuff like that. But Dubai, man, it's it's already super weird that they allow a band called Grave to play. The whole scene's like 150 people. It's so weird that they didn't let us play with like Swallow the Sun, who sing about loss and love, and and they let a band like Mayhem uh, with upside down crosses. Yeah, it's, uh, it's mid- a- midnight, literally satanic punk metal play in in. Uh, it's, it's super weird. It's it's the interpretation of it. It's not uh, it's not that one thing in general as a as a blanket statement is is like banned. I think it's um, it's a bunch of like interpretations of it because I remember when I was in Jordan, dude, way back in the day, uh, one of the music stores. This is way back, with, like when when there was fear of metal. Like this is uh, sat- satanic, anti-religious. Uh, it'll make kids kill themselves. Kind of music. Uh, there was that fear out there, and I remember we we cracked up as a group of metalheads. We walked into one of the music stores. There was a Cannibal Corpse. I believe it was Cannibal Corpse, but one of those like very graphic uh, oriented uh, or, or, or like uh, art oriented uh, death metal albums. But they had, um, I think it was a Phil Collins fucking album with with a marker on the guitar. So it doesn't show the electric guitar because electric guitar means metal. 
and it was something along those lines. I I'm, I might be butchering the uh, the actual album covers that we saw, but I, I just remember as a, as a like a young group of metalheads, we walked in, we're like, these guys have no fucking idea. Censorship is just about like fear and uh, misinformation. One hundred percent. There was there was no like calculated censorship. Yeah, and this is I have like this is why I have a controversial. Uh, like I don't know where I stand on it, but I, I always feel like you know here in Europe it's very um, it's like you know Antifa and like we're not we don't want to go uh, political, but like you know they, like some things they don't talk about or, or they don't tolerate. While for me it was like even even anti-christian death like metal bands like uh, nobody listened to the band was like you know what i'm gonna maybe one person may, maybe a hundred person but like you know why is it allowed in the middle east to to watch uh, horror movies about christianity and like you know how how it's wrong like you know or like the priest being killed but if there's something other like you know what i mean I, I, there's no there's no logic to every to no balance, no equality of how our things uh, are perceived. So for me, uh, there's always freedom of speech comes first. Like I'm not gonna follow a band because they're Nazi Nazi black metal band. That's like that's ridiculous. That's like following a, like a Santa Claus band uh, or like you know <laughs> something like that. I, I take it you, you're allowed to say whatever you want unless you're organizing or you're doing harm to others. I, I don't care. And this is basically going back to what we we're talking about, the individualism here. That's why euthanasia is allowed here. That's why you can uh, change your sex, marry whoever you want in this country. Because as long as you're not... You know how hard it is to find someone to love and to marry? Like, I don't care. Why Why would I care who you marry or who... who like, you know what I mean? Awesome. See, I think... I think the uh, our, the issue is uh, it's two things. It's labels, uh, the idea of of having to put a label on someone, which also the 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 very liberal far left do very often. It's not it's not something that's only uh, conservative, but right, like just right. but just putting on labels on someone, on anyone in general, on music, on whatever art and anything, and um, the other issue is is uh, fear of the unknown and misinformation. If I don't know, it must be wrong. If I don't know uh, this thing that you're showing me, if I've never heard black metal and I see fucking... Uh, I can't think of any black metal bands right now. Uh, I mean, Cradle of Filth isn't barely black metal, but uh, yeah, Mayhem. <laughs> let's, let's use Mayhem. If I've never heard black metal and I see Mayhem for the first time and you tell me and I see the head banging and I see the mosh pit and the, the theatrics and the blood and... I'm just gonna think that they're they're fucking killing people. This is this will either make you kill yourself or they're 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 like killing. I mean, mayhem is a bad example, especially in this case. But <laughs> but um, I understand. You know what I'm I mean? Sorry. Like my 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 interpretation of it would immediately be that uh, that it's 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 completely wrong and stuff. And on that, on a greater scale. Is basically uh, the censorship that we've had when it comes to when it comes to music. It's just I don't fucking get it. That means it's wrong. It's so weird. It, like when you when I tell these stories and like laugh it off to people here, they are like super surprised and they things that well, we 
they take for granted. Like just the, like if they want to visit a country, they can just like go somewhere. Like and just pack a bag and go. While I have to five months in advance, uh, you know, apply, and my company has to do a non-objection letter, and I have to uh, issue a statement from the bank showing that I have money. It's 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 totally different. You know what I mean? That's why, for, like, art here is different. And going back to our first, how we started, like the motivation behind it, like standing out or just like doing it because you love it, or it's 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 very different. Or where you where you brought up, or what are your circ- circumstances? This is a, a great question for for the tribe. Everyone in the comments, have you experienced that kind of censorship? Uh, whether you're creating or receiving or consuming rather uh, art or music in general have you experienced like have like i remember in doha uh picking up magazine covers just regular like people magazine with black marker uh, on the cover where they used to censor like if a girl was wearing a short uh, skirt too short um I'll, can i take it a step further yeah i used to photoshop dogs out for saudi because they're najas they're, they're out not. of like magazines yeah so uh, the version that we sent to Saudi has no dogs because they they're not clean and you cannot pray so you know what I mean yeah N- yeah. yeah so it's uh, I don't know how to translate that uh, yeah it, like it's, word it's for word un- but it's un- unclean unclean or uh, yeah um, yeah yeah unclean. but yeah just out of curiosity everyone in uh, everyone in the in the live chat right now. Uh, let me know if you've experienced that uh, whether you lived in the Middle East or abroad if there's ever been a time where it's like you saw something censored uh, that you truly believed should not be censored whether it was your, you creating uh, the art or, or receiving it and speaking of the comments Shithead uh, Ala Abu Raghab is in the house uh, <laughs> we, we were talking about you Ala and we, uh, we were calling you a shithead we are talking about the, the origin story of Zvengali and for those that don't know Ala Ala was uh, was oddly the singer on the first couple of very early demos uh, of the band, uh, even though he he's a drummer. But he was the only person in the room that could hit a note. Um, Phil Collins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that he says, if someone disrespects you in your home, destroy them. Anton Levey. Anton Levey did say that, but he used the word lair. If uh, if someone disrespects you in in your lair, destroy them. Uh, Khal Tamim is saying, Misha, you look great, bro. Mehlaw. <laughs> Thank you so much. I lost 22 kgs since I came here. Now yeah, you, you, a, you left them here baby. for me, motherfucker. <laughs> I, have a, I have a corona baby now, but like uh, before corona, I was doing very well. Thanks, bro. Uh, Anthony saying, censorship in Lebanon is not shown. Uh, it's either forbidden, you cannot find it, or it's there. Uh, so we had a metal hammer until 1994, and then it was out. Or CDs, same thing, uh, and Playboy too. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about the censorship in Lebanon because I- Anthony, can you, you can yeah, you can tell the story when you're you're stopped like you were forbidden, stopped by the police or something to stop your. He had a gig with Walid for his band Kiotion, I think. I don't know and stop. Yeah, tell us about this man. It's yeah, awesome. I'm curious. I'm curious if you if you've been uh, stopped uh, playing a show uh, ever. Um, Katya says we used to sneak in West German magazines that got confiscated by the teachers if we got caught with them. I mean, confiscated for good, not getting them back. Yeah, I can't even imagine 
that divide like can you imagine that like just because they're they're from down the road or like yeah. <laughs> across the road sadly i can because like you know where i come where i come from it's it's there's like so much i'm a minority i was born christian so you know you 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 go through those small small groups kind of stick together and uh, everyone you're against everyone else and that type of uh, thing so even people who are from your you, you talk the same you you look the same and and funny enough we didn't have any problems with that until like before the war basically so yeah nobody cared everybody was celebra- celebrating christmas everybody voluntarily didn't eat in ramadan in front of people like not like in dubai it's compost uh, like it's uh, by law influ- uh, enforced by law so it's 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 super weird uh and also obviously lebanon it's totally different because your your political uh, party and your religion are uh, linked together so there's no escaping that so it's 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 a hot man ever like i'm so glad i was born there because it made me who I, who i am but i'm so glad i'm out there's no escape from for that place there's like if you stay there you're you're condemned to to something that happens like it's yeah it's so it's so weird what happened i saw i saw the the one with the the karim that you talked about uh, lebanon i saw karim shayeb yeah very emotional man and like i know this dude yeah just and but to be honest like unfortunately we are born i'm born every day there's 20 palestinian kid killed and in in uh, on tv so yeah. you, you, they they are very surprised that we listen to metal you were born into war into uh, like you know everyday news nine o'clock military 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 uh, uh, you know tanks. actually uh, on that episode with Karim we were saying uh, it, like it's the soundtrack for the Middle East you know everyone's singing about the the bombs dropping to war for territory uh, uh, wow. you know corruption uh, censorship all the stuff that metal sings about it's like yeah Slayer, it, Slayer shot in Egypt right and like yeah. uh, also Max Cavalera he had like some it's like I remember I remember that like when in Egypt they put people in jail and I was like in Damascus I was caught by the police but because my uncle knew someone I, I was let out so basically if you didn't have like someone or even know you didn't know some wasta who know like I don't know what that is it just I think uh, the 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 best translation I've I found for wasta is uh, is hookup like mm. not hook hooking up but like some you got out you got uh, a get out of free get out of jail free card isn't that the mono- monopoly thing but yeah, um, yeah or, or you have an inside uh, man or an inside you you will have a connection a connection that, that's the one yeah that's that is like yeah you have a, you have an in in you have an in <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so, yeah it, it, it's like what we take what the people take for granted here we i don't i don't i don't like playing the victim or or saying like this is what shaped us but actually it drove me it i was i was an angry kid 
I was trying to stand out. I was trying to prove myself. Nobody cared about me. Uh, everybody cared about me, but they didn't understand me, so they shunned me out. Hey! Yeah, Sushi, <laughs> sushi just joined us. I'm friends with Sushi. So yeah, I just like I just wanted to to scream and 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 make something, and and I kept like Don Quixote, uh, like fighting windmills and not winning and, and losing and losing. And I came to Dubai, and then I found this small amount of people that are like-minded, like you are. That's why I wanted to ask you and 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 uh, Tara about how you're bringing up the little one because it's it's very interesting to me. Like I'm thinking about all of the things that we talked about and the difference between like you are all of our friends are multicultural. Like even even the Iranians they don't belong in a way. Like everybody's from somewhere. Everybody's even if you're pure, you're you're a little bit different. You know what, oh, the one. Um not the only, but one of the, the advantages that I see uh, of the UAE and growing up in Dubai, growing up in the Gulf in general, because I grew up in uh, in Doha for for my like preteens. Um, so she, you need to stop doing that. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, one of the advantages is that it's so diverse uh, okay. to a point where things like, I mean, they exist, but they're not as prevalent everywhere else as everywhere else in the world like racism for example um we definitely have classism here which is a huge issue but yeah. things like that uh, just just don't uh, don't necessarily pop up on the radar and when you were asking us about like how we we would raise a little kiddo here things like that are uh, are the little um like pebbles that that would yeah. keep keep us around um, but we're, we would definitely uh, think about like creating some sort of environment where he gets to have what we had, like run around and you know scratch mm. his knees on a pavement trying to skateboard. Like I think I worry about about that kind of stuff in in the Gulf. But I don't know if that's a Gulf thing. Maybe that's just a global thing. Maybe kids just don't skateboard and try to start punk bands anymore. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a thing people do. It's uh, like, I don't, like just just that I, I was given so much praise to living here, but also I miss our Middle Eastern. Like you know, we we used to drink every th Tuesday together. You used to be you used to be uh, sad and call me up and like people here. I I want to see my friend and they open the calendar in their phone and they say they have an opening in two months. And they will see me in two months. There's no, we are in your streets. We're gonna. I hate it. I hated it. I, when 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 people knocked on my door and I, like without giving me a little bit of heads up, I hated it. But I I I I miss having it a little bit. I miss have our community. We were we were miserable together in, in a way. <laughs> like, you know, we were not we happy, had, but we had each other. There's nothing to do. There is nothing to do but drink our asses off. And like go to a kind of shitty karaoke bar, one up, and 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 tea. Oh, re rest in peace, uh, <laughs> rest in peace, uh, one up. Yeah, that was that that place uh, withstood a lot of a lot of us singing very poorly, and most a lot of us uh, screaming songs that weren't supposed to be screamed. 
here's like this is for the listeners. Do you know how? Do you know how? What kind of uh, man Adnan is? One time at 4 a.m. in the morning, I hear a knock on the door, and he's delivering my the girl that I was dating at the moment. Or dating is a very broad word, but like the girl you know, we were seeing, so drunk out of her mind, and he was like, "Handle this," and went home. <laughs> hey man, I was I was doing I was doing everyone a service. I thought. How, uh, <laughs> how stupid were we? How guys in Dubai? Please, I beg you, please, if you take anything from this episode, <laughs> don't drink and drive. Do yeah, a lot of people do. Drink. We were insane, insane. This you you don't know what you like. Now I look at it and it's like I haven't driven in two years because, uh, like, I don't need a car here. I cycle everywhere. But how insane is that? How insane! It's dangerous for yourself. It's dangerous for everyone. And and this was the normal. This was the the normal thing. Jesus. The the things that are normalized in the, in this part of the world, uh, not just uh, in the UAE, but the things that are normalized is kind of crazy when you step away from it and just yeah. and just think Don't of like, it. oh fuck, we used to we used to do what? <laughs> like we used to, we used to go on these. Massive binge sessions. Our drinking binges. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a little crazy. Um, When you explain like what a, a Friday is to people here, like you can see the jaw literally dropping, like physically, <laughs> slowly to the ground. It's like by from twelve to four, you get unlimited drinks, <laughs> and then there's happy hour. And then, if and they, then they, you, they stick a microphone in your face and say, "Hey, karaoke." <laughs> yeah, and, and after eight hours of drinking, if they ask you to pay a hundred dollars for one drink, you will say yes because you've been drinking for eight hours. So, so basically, and what you do afterwards is pick up some floozy and go back home. <laughs> floozy is such a de- good word, such a descriptive word. Shout out! Uh, yes. Shout out Very, to all all uh, my floozy homies. Um, I, 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 wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, speaking of speaking of censorship, uh, Thomas Floozies. is saying. <laughs> Thomas is saying is the subtitles showing three question marks for every f word? That is censorship. Damn. Wait, we have subtitles. Do you guys have the subtitles on? Is Thomas is the only person who's listening to this with the, or watching this with subtitles? Wait, let's test it. Say "fuck" on three. Fuck on three. <laughs> I want uh, someone. Someone screen grab the word. Uh, the word "fuck" when when you hear it. I'm gonna count to three and say "fuck." One, two, three. Fuck. I want to see if it's uh, if it's actually censored. Um, what else is going on? Also, uh, people used to film rows of apartment blocks to prove who was watching West German TV. I can't imagine living this way now, but that's the way. That w- that was the way. That's crazy. Uh, Sushi's uh, Sushi's going to turn the stream off if she keeps doing this. Um, Anthony saying many shows were stopped in uh, 2013. We were stopped with uh, with by civilian. We were stopped by civilians with machine guns. Jesus, uh, we were put in the trunks of uh, detective cars and stayed in jail for three nights, four days. And I'm gonna get one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put uh, sushi in the other room. Give me a sec. Misha, entertain. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. 
I don't know how to do this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're back. I'm back. I'm back. Misha, <laughs> um, uh, I miss you, my childhood friend from Kinder uh, Anto- Antoine. Kinder Antoine. Hi, Kinder. Hi, Kinder. Yes. Shout out to Kinder. Uh, Thank long, you for tuning in. It's it the the person that I was and the person that I like. It's very weird. Like I said before. I, the, 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 the input doesn't like how, why am I the way I am? I, I, we laugh at this, me and my girlfriend all the time. She's born in this very happy family, small, like, you know, city here in, in the Netherlands. She had nothing bad happen to her in her life. And I have all of these like baggage coming like through uh, the history that I, I can't even start talking about and we have the same sense of humor we love the same kind of music we like the same things i am so happy my relationship has zero i don't make any effort in this relationship because i'm not saying i'm lazy i'm just i don't feel like it's an effort i just do things and it works out and that's why like you know uh, it's so hard like in dubai it's i just even even because we love metal that doesn't mean that the the 20 women that are in the scene are like you know you will find one person i had i had great girlfriends there that i i uh, really look fondly on the time that we were together but it's just like yeah, I, I used to have this theory, if you remember, like, you know, there's this big circle of people in Dubai. There's the big circle of people I know. There's a, there's a smaller circle that is metalheads. Smaller uh, circle that I haven't dated, that are not dating my friends. <laughs> and, and, and this is why you have these uh, bands fighting each other about those two girls <laughs> of the leaders, the, the ones that Ilya was talking about, trying to get these... Uh, girls to like them so it's it's competition man it's so stupid metal competitions let's stop metal competitions once for once and for all why who are we competing who are the judges why, why are we like competing you, you should carry each other you 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 said it the band if if you uh, if, if they get famous there's a spot for you or they will carry you uh, you with with them it's why yeah, are we competing I say, I, I say, I'm gonna tattoo this on me. I, we have, I have to tattoo this on me. I've said it uh, like a thousand times already. High tide raises all ships. Yeah, I, I need, I need to get a ship tattoo and uh, and write that under or do so, do something because I really believe it. I think the idea of of like there's a good competition and bad competition. When I see Aramaic put something out that's amazing, a sick lyric video, an amazing uh, album cover, all that stuff, I get motivated to be like, fuck, I need to step up my game. But I don't think of a way to bring you down uh, to my level, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not if I'm not there yet, I think of how to elevate myself to that level or or use your experience to, to be, like... Um, you know, uh, benefit the, uh, what I'm doing and learn from it. Uh, any of that stuff, all of us together, kind of raise. But the idea of like chopping someone down uh, because because they uh, they did something better, uh, competitive uh, or otherwise, is just just blows my mind completely. We had very little opportunities, and I think this is it. Like what cl- qu- I say, I love Aramaic. Listen, I. 
Fadi is one of the I love this guy with all my heart. Serge is such a fucking powerhouse of a saint of a growler. Like uh, Ahmed is a amazing guitar. This guy is so creative. He started painting, dude. He, he, unlimited creativity at this guy. I love these guys with all of my heart. But four years ago, I was fighting with them. Not four years ago. More like I wrote this and I wrote this and I was like. And now I, I reflect on this and I'm like, why? But it was the environment. It was, I don't want to blame it. I, there's, there's no self-reflection about myself. Now I self-reflect more and I ask myself why I don't, I do things that I'm not angry anymore. I'm not that 20 years old or tw 30 years old that was like, you know, pissed at things and trying to uh, just be the man in a way. We, we came up with beautiful music together and you know I, why I say all the time the band is so much harder than a normal relationship because the relationship between two people while the band is a relationship between four and, and five people so it's just so if, you, if you're good in a band if you're in a good relationship with your bandmates you will be a great relationship with your partner mm -hmm. your partners in a, and also you add that a little bit ego or why are we doing things some people are doing it in the band for uh, alternative motive, the extra stuff that we talked about before, and some people are just doing it because they like enjoy the process. You know me, I did, I'll tell you this story, Desert Experiment, shout out to Gorgon. We were doing, I think, them bones, and I was drunk out of my freaking mind in the rehearsal, and Royden comes to me and like, the Royden is an amazing guitarist. We, just uh, so we preface everything uh, for the people that might not already know or haven't heard Gorgon's episode. Uh, Gorgon is uh, is the keyboard player in a band called uh, Portable Mind. He started a, a concert series uh, called Desert Experiment, where a bunch of different musicians from around the Middle East uh, get together, either play covers or write originals, and um, and you guys were performing uh, a cover. Uh, with with the guitarist from Point of View, who is Royden. Yeah, so the idea is like you mix people from different bands and you do covers. And I hate covers. I like did I did 30, 40 covers in my entire life, and I just did them because I wanted to be part of the exper experiment. I, I really hate doing them. Uh, I, I only play my music because I I'm built this way. I don't know. Yeah. So this guy. So we're playing. We're playing the music, and I'm hammered. And he's like coming to me, trying to tell me that I'm doing it wrong. And he has that look on his face that I I never understood. That I linked later to uh, my how my dad used to look at me. It was like, what are you doing? So. So in a weird way, like that playing that song, Royden looking at me that way, I, I, I remember the way my dad looked at me and I'm like, he didn't understand or like, you know, he didn't know that, that I was just have, trying to have fun. He, in, he knew all, all his life, you have to be excellent, you have to be good. And Royden is excellent. And he was having fun, but he's a perfectionist. While I was like, fuck covers, I don't care. So it's a different approach. So in a way, it, it helped me with the, my relationship with my dad before he passed away. And like, you know, I, I like kind of, uh, uh, like I understand he, he was brought up on like, 
things and yeah like he didn't know any better going back to what we were talking about so yeah just experiences change you i mean i don't know if i make make any sense but there's a lot of rum in that uh, cup <laughs> you know one of my favorite uh it's i shouldn't say it's my favorite because it's from a bad person but uh one of my f- favorite quotes of all time is from uh, charles manson he says no sense makes sense you know i'm obsessed with with serial killers you, you already know that but um you had samples in, in the first Bengali um demo one of the demos yeah, sampled I, from that meter. i have a fascination with with the psychology of of serial killers that's why i watch a lot of uh documentaries on serial killers and stuff but specifically charles manson because he didn't actually commit uh murder anyway. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't commit any murder. He's he uh, pushed people or like persuaded people into committing murder under this insane pretense that the world is going to end. And Helter Skelter was was a war, a race war that was going to end humanity. And he's going to hide in a cave and then emerge after the war ends and become king because he's he's more powerful and knows more things than. Pe- But like, he, they made him famous. <laughs> Media made. Uh, someone like Charles Manson, famous, and his insane ideas came from the correctional facilities of the United States. He was brought up in in these uh, in these correctional facilities where they're supposed to like reform people. They made him worse, and I just think it's one of the the craziest stories I've uh, I've ever seen in my life. The craziest kind of uh, thing, and that uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, of his like It, weirdness. He's he's great. It's like. If you're a Joe Rogan podcast fan, you know that he had someone who wrote a book about uh, how the it's actually he's a he's a result or he's a child of an LSD experience by the CIA or something. So Manson was given LSD to give people, and he was like, you know, you have to do this and like some kind of like uh, uh, sub control. Is that proven or it's a theory? It's, it's a book by a person who like proved it through documents and shit. Uh, okay. I, I like listen to the podcast. I'm, I'm not. I, I just took the, uh, the clip notes, as they say. But yeah, it's 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 possible. It's possible. I mean, that he's. It would make a lot of sense if that was the case. Because yeah, and, because and, because he thought the Beatles. Uh, He thought the Beatles were speaking directly to him, right? Charles Manson uh, was was interpreting the songs, thinking they were music. coded messages. Good, good as a writer as well. Oh yeah, clang 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 goes the big iron door. Oh, <laughs> I, I I remember. I, I I was super like as a teenager. There were kids that were like into Eminem, and I was into Charles Manson. Like that's <laughs> that's what I was reading about. <laughs> It was, uh, but this is what makes us weird. This is what made us weird. This is where, like, conservative traditional parents would look at you and be like, "What is happening? Why are, you, why are you reading about this guy?" Um, but yeah, it's, it's but it, such a. It never made you kill anyone. That's what I go back to. To the like, you know, let people say whatever the fuck they want. It's just expression of freedom of, like, you know, yourself. You're trying to, like, you know, most of. Most of the guys were writing about evil shit, and then they don't really believe in it. Like in metal, famous, super famous metal bands or something like that, they don't take it as seriously as the fans. 
and they don't take it as seriously as someone killing dime bag for for like you know and like if this is like Jory Contrell from from Alice in Chains one of my favorite bands and like you know the singer died and he I read an art, uh, article about him saying Lane was my brother and I moved on like th there's there are some people like He, Lane would have wanted me to do this. So if the fans don't want to move on, like the fans are, are the actual. So t t talking about what you said, like Manson itself, maybe himself, maybe not bad, but the fans, <laughs> the, the uh, posse. I mean, I, I could already say there's a couple of bands like that for me. I've, I've voiced my opinion on Tool fans uh, during one of the After Hours episodes. <laughs> and the 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 not, not like I'm a, I consider myself a fan of Tool, but I'm not one. Of, but I'm not one of those Tool fans. I'm not the guy. You just don't get it, bro. It's like it's super E equals MC squared. No, it's fucking music. Shut shut up. Rick and Morty is not. You don't doesn't make you smart if you watch Rick and Morty. Shut up, Tool fan. That's that's the kind of tool fan that I'm talking about, um, but yeah, so fans fans can actually deteriorate the art or like taint the art. Taint is that the word? Taint. Taint is like the thing between the balls and the asshole, isn't it? It's, it's the same. It's dirty down there. Exactly. So, so they taint. would they would fans could taint the art uh, just just by being the, you know the vocal minority kind of thing. <laughs> uh, tool is, you know how much I love Tool. Is the like th that goes back also uh, goes into the what we're talking about. They don't make music for fans. Like you know what I mean. But you 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 make music that you feel like it. That for them that that, that part of the process. For you, you want to play on stage. You want that song to be as as awesome. You want to feel that beat. You want to feel for them. Even like I think, per, like performing on stage is like not the best thing that they want to do, but they have to do it because it's part of. So it's it. What do you you know me like for me in Desert Experiment, the going to the rehearsals was the fun. Actual performing was not. I was not like I didn't care what people. So if saw, saw me, if people saw me perform a song written by someone else, yeah. I, I want them to like my music when I perform a song that I do by by I wrote with my band. But like, if I'm doing a cover, there are million artists out there that will play much better than me as covers. Bassists, amazing! Like you know, they will like hear a song and play it while they're hearing it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that dude. I. I just want to write the stuff that I like, and and perform it. So for me, what what I was getting at is like, whatever you get from the experience, if you're doing something creative, ask yourself why are you doing this, and and if if the why actually can help you focus on the part that you like, because sometimes you get your, you you see yourself like lost in the stuff that you don't like out of the art or not the parts that are you signed up for or not the parts that you really like so yeah and i think I, i think this is what makes subculture very uh tight-knit because you're not a metalhead necessarily because they played slayer on the radio on your drive to work 
you have to go looking for that shit. You have to be, you have to go deep dive into 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 the. Well, right now it's the internet, but deep dive into the you know the the bins at the record store. You have to go looking for people that wear a t-shirt that you could recognize, so you can ask them about bands. This is uh, this is what makes that uh, that tight knit community. And I think going back to like if you if you're being creative, uh, make sure you know what you like. I think. If you're in a creative field uh, and you hate it, um, then then there might be this balance between talent and uh, like you could be a talented singer but not want to sing, right? Does that exist? The, I worked with the conservatoire in Syria with the uh, symphony. They, you can put any sheets of music in front of these people and they will play it for you. Tell them to write a Taylor Swift song, and they are in shambles. They are they don't know what they're because it's a different part of like like the brain. It's a different part of performing something and 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 uh, creating something. It's, I'm not saying it's not creative, but it's just literally a different chemical part. Uh, I, 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 for me, you find it's talking about what you said. You find yourself in places that you started a while ago. You're, you're young. You're malleable. You don't know what. Yeah, you saw friends who likes this. You, that's why you liked it. Or you saw I saw a magazine and I like it. And you find yourself like ten years later as graphic design, but you don't ask yourself why and and why are you doing this and you don't take a minute to reassess and see if you if this is good for you or if you need to change something if you if you're getting that satisfaction it's you're never too late to 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 start over or 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 start something new you know i had a um i had one of those moments recently with uh with video editing with uh with actually being uh, a full-time video editor or a freelance uh, person that that did videos for a living, and for for some reason something hit me uh, just before the pandemic hit and lockdown and stuff, and I was just thinking about like, do I even like doing this? Because I've done it very, I've done it well. Even I've done it. I I, I got clients because I was faster than other editors, and I was You're delivering great, on time. Thank you, but. Did I enjoy it or was it just something that I did when I was whatever it was, 13, and then just kept doing? Because uh, this podcast made me realize that I've only, every time we're, we're talking about stuff, I've only ever done two things. Uh, my hobby became my job and m- the other hobby uh, be- became, it's not professional, but it became more serious uh, to some degree. So I've only ever done made videos. And I've only ever made music. And then at one point I was like, do I, do I actually like making videos? Like, do I like filming and sitting down and editing and trying to do all the shit? Do I like it? Or is it just something that I know how to do? And uh, what would happen if I try to do something else and have to struggle to, to get to a certain level to be able to do it well? Because, yeah, because I just, all I did was at 12 we started making goofy videos uh i i i hustled my way into a school that uh, that teaches it and then that i just continued to do it that's all i ever did it, it's there's no answer like you have this i have this as as well it's for me i wrote my i still have the demos 
the best songs I've ever wrote were like 12 years ago or something like that, which is, which sucks. You know what I mean? Like, I, I it, but we had the time, we didn't have the, like I said before, consuming music, life, we were sitting in our room or in a, in a place with a guitar and there's only us and there's, this is what we did. You didn't have Instagram, a million things to flip over. You don't feel like millions of channels to watch. You didn't, you had time to, to process things and be bored. And, and like most every song that I, this is, this is also, there's, you have to practice and you have to do your, your, I don't practice. I'm a terrible bass player. I don't practice, but I write songs because they come to me. If you can, you can practice. You could try to write songs on demand. I, I tell you, you can come up with something, but your, your creative songs or your, it's, they're going to come to you whenever they come to you. You have to be ready. The practicing is getting yourself ready or being in te technique. Or if you think of something, you can actually uh, perform it or translate it into a song while, while uh, you cannot force an idea. You know See, what I mean? Th and this is, this is where yeah, you and I are super different. Because yeah. because you're you're you for uh, are 100 right when it comes to you for that. I'm yeah. I'm not a good songwriter. I'm I'm a I'm not a good um, I'm a good delegator. Mm -hmm. Like I when it, when it comes to to music specifically, um, I feel like uh, the term that gets thrown around is producer. Uh, w w what most people understand, but like I'm good at going like, oh, repeat that part a couple of times, and make this part a little faster. Let's do let's do something there that's a little that's a little different. Uh, like I I can I have the vision for for the final product, uh, but I can't sit and physically uh, churn it out. Not all the time, but, anyway. I used to, but not all the time. This is what I'm talking about. Like, like the, we know people like JM, for example, amazing guitarist, the guitarist in Swengali. Shout and, out to JM. Damaged, uh, and and the, the tribe knows middle fingers and then tag him in the comments so we get him in here every time we mention him. Yeah, and he's, he's uh, doing these uh, help uh, videos to help you record and do stuff. Really, really cool stuff. Uh, yeah, and he's technically super advanced, so he can, uh, like, whatever you give him, you throw at him, you will, you will, uh, uh, he will write. But my favorite fucking Svengali songs are the two riffs, like, you know, Free Fall or whatever. Like, you know, free, you know, Free Fall is my favorite Svengali song <laughs> of all time. Caveman uh, music. But, so it just, it's just like, you cannot, uh, sometimes two chords are enough if, if they're honest and, and like, I, that doesn't take out from the songs. Like, it's good to have a technical person that gives you, but to be honest, like your first instinct, mostly in graphic design for me, I do that the first thing that comes to my mind. And then I do four things just to prove myself that I was right. Yeah. The first time I did it. Uh, you know Walid, I mean? Walid Shah and I were talking about this last episode. If you guys, uh, if you guys checked it out, uh, sorry to, to repeat it, but basically we were saying, um, I was telling him about, uh, the, uh, he, he's a great photographer who's, who's gained a lot of uh, following in, in the UAE and stuff. And I was telling him about some of the criticisms I heard of, uh, about his work in general. Um, cause you know how they are here. It, it gets very vocal very quickly. Uh, when someone gain, gains traction and one of the criticisms was oh he just 
he just uses overlays. Uh, it's just overlays. Anyone can do it. And my response was, yeah, but only one person did. <laughs> yeah. When when it c- came to this subject and this uh, medium, only one person here did. So, uh, and like you were saying, like it could be a four chord song, a two chord song. Why didn't you do it? Why but you do it? yeah, and it's so oh, easy. Why did you come up with it? Always reminds me of he, Tenacious D. Do you remember the uh, the the one note song? It's like yeah, but who who told you to play that one note and bend it every once in a while? It's it's not about this is I grew up in this. It was if I if you can play this, it's not good. Like the the Arabic Middle Eastern, like it's a competition. Again, we go back to the competition. It was just like uh, you have to play. That's why they like Dream Theater. And I liked I started playing bass because of Dream Theater. And I cannot even stand them r- r- like now because I I see through the thing. But it was I was it was part of the culture. It was part of the like art movies. It's hard to shoot and like these long Russian uh, or French movies that are four hours with like the super airy, like you know these technically hard. Everything is technically hard. So if it's easy, it's like yeah, I can do this, and it has no. And they missed that creativity is not about. It, it's about the four chord song that nobody. I I always said if you can play the same song acoustic and it's a good song. I remember. That means, I always remember that when whenever I write anything, I remember you saying that. And in the sea of of information and music that we have now, you know, now there are uh, so much programs that you can. I, I, there's so much volume of like the kids in their back backyard or in their uh, uh, under the house under their mom's house creating albums, and th- we are in danger because all of these albums, most of them, sound like they are good music. Sa- they sound well produced. So I kind of miss the record label in a way. They used to filter all of this shit, and like they used to see. I, I know it gives uh, like this technology gives people opportunity, but if your voice is lost in the sea of voices, there is no like you know what are the new bands? What are like what are the new bands that we're talking about? What what are the like I I know because I actively search, but the festivals are playing the same Amon Amar Slayer uh, bands, you know. How so do you, how do you find wait before before we jump into that uh, let me just shout out some people in the comments because there's a there's a wave of new homies um, Palash is in the house what is up Splash he says uh, man your uh, main maintenance tips for a young lion Michael is looking majestic uh, he also adds to be to be specific would you blow dry to get the flow also on a side note you're killing the game with these streams Adnan uh, we'll have to get uh, going but I'll come back to peep the replies in the morning lots of love to the tribe thank you splash for for tuning in i know you have um he always has a has an early night he has like a fucking 4 a.m wake up call um but shout out to to splash and uh we'll uh, we'll get you we'll get you the beer tips uh we'll i haven't you. been to a barber in since 2007 so that that may <laughs> that's a beer tip don't go to a barber <laughs> I just I just blow dry it, man. I like and in Dubai it's different because it's one hundred percent humidity all the time. So I had to use some oil and wax. Here in the Netherlands, uh, it's a dry heat. Just so I spray just ball blow dry it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kat is saying, Misha, just tie the mic to your beard. It's long enough. 
Actually, that's from Josh. <laughs> nice. Ben fucking Monroe is in the house. Says you are my good day from Australia, bro. I love this dude. This dude hits the drums deck. There's no fucking tomorrow. Uh, this this is my brother. He took me in like you know, like a strange Syrian kid, and like he, he like in my interview, I told you I was like, "Do you drink alcohol? Yes. Do you have a bass? Yes." This is the, the audition for the crow murder. Crow murder, and we 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 played awesome shows for uh harley davidson that you were at and and the legendary hatta rally where where the the good friday band destroyed the stage and like a lot of shit happened yeah there's photos of that up on screen right now for those that are watching the video uh ben ben is an awesome awesome chef as well like he opened his his house and arms like you know and it's and and made me feel like you know the first like me and you we're kind of look the same and like you know and we understand each other but for a person who never met like a weird ass syrian lebanese metalhead and like you know yeah he comes all all the band were white let's say that <laughs> and like you know they take me in as a brother and I, I never felt like naomi his wife and his kids and like i never felt like i'm out and we made kick-ass music we used to get so drunk the last person who comes to practice this is the discipline so if you're late to practice you have to bring a beer uh, the case of beer and uh, we used to get so drunk and record like a song and think it's the best shit ever and the next day listen to it and it's like <laughs> sad betro by metallica like but it's like two notes to the front or something like that. it's like so this Just is a little a, a, a transposed version of that that's very familiar. Uh, ben also <laughs> says, uh, happy 40th for last month. You don't look a day under 50. <laughs> Thanks. Not everybody has uh, has like uh, uh, his, his uh, no hair look. You know, if I shave, that will be like maybe I will lose some years or maybe I will gain some. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you'll, uh, you'll stretch it to 52 over there. Dahi saying tent. It was tent. It wasn't taint. That- tent? Tint. Tint. I guess. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I like taint, though. I like taint, too. I think I'm going to stick with taint. Uh, so <laughs> hashtag, hashtag I like taint. Let's, <laughs> let's start this, guys. Hashtag I like taint in, uh, in, in all the social medias. Serge Lutfi's, he threw up the middle finger, but he didn't tag JM. So that uh, that's just the middle finger for both of us. Um, and he also uh, puked when you said a dream theater. <laughs> You, you like you know i don't ask serge about dream theater or opeth if you want like a 30 minute lashing of a story you can ask him about opeth well we're now that his back we're gonna have a, a podcast we're gonna talk about uh, for those that don't know serge is the vocalist in uh, misho's band aramaic and um uh, his has been uh, you know locked out because of the uh, the travel restrictions and stuff like that and is finally back in dubai and we're gonna we're, we're gonna hang out and i want to have him on the show face to face so we can uh, we can talk some shit about uh, about fast to fast uh ashish is in the house uh, he says hey hey what's up adnan and michael uh, what is up ashish nice uh, nice to see you here thank you for tuning in um from uh, from the I don't know if you guys are still together, but from from Dubai's ascendant, 
Yeah, she's a good friend, awesome guitarist. Uh, ben, uh, Ben, saying love you, brother, uh, to to you. Um, yeah, man, listen, I wanna I wanna get spacey with you. Listen to the Metal Monk Ashish. I was trying to look for the band Metal Monk. Check Metal Monk out. is that Ashish's uh, uh, like solo project, one man band. New thing that he's got got going on. Just awesome. listen, check it out, Metal Monk. Ashish, uh, post it in the comments if uh, if you have a link for us to listen to. We'll. Uh, We'll share it on the on the page, um, but let's get spacey, man. You you went from um, owning a Ford Mustang, you know, clothes, a car mattered, like where you lived geographically mattered, like the stuff that makes Dubai Dubai uh, mattered to you. It was it was uh, kind of a a culture thing that we got swept up in. You just said uh, earlier in the podcast you haven't even driven for two years. You don't have a yeah. car there. You bike everywhere. Um, location like there isn't the marina and <laughs> the JBR. Uh, you're, you're, it, that's not the thing that that uh, motivates you right now. Um, my first question is: How does that transition happen? Was it was it in any way painful? Was it in any way uh, difficult and uh, pros and cons of both worlds. I'm just curious yeah. on your take on that. Well, to be honest, I wasn't happy, and you know that. Yeah. Like, I felt that some something is missing. Uh, I was always the third wheel, fifth wheel, seventh wheel, and that's on a relationship level. And also work, I was not getting anywhere i was not getting any of the satisfaction i worked for formula one i did a formula one event in 2017 and that was the last the last thing that i fucking enjoyed and uh like you know i felt like i'm in a rut i didn't know that if you leave to another country uh you will be uh, i will be happy but i had to try i had to do something it wasn't working out for me and the future was not was i loved you guys you my friends gordon everybody because you kept you know you kept me alive for more than i should in that place so i was unhappy and i didn't know what's wrong i i like duncan trussell uh comedian uh says it like i felt like a, a cigarette addict or a drug addict who woke up from a coma and doesn't know, like, you know, why he needs something. He feels like he needs to do something, but he doesn't. He's trying to shove things or trying to, to try things to, to fill that hole. But he doesn't know. He doesn't I, know that he's a I know. Addict. I know the answer to this, but just uh, just for everyone to try, um, was, it, was this something that developed? Like moving to Dubai, seeing the opportunity... Uh, seeing the jobs that you wanted, you know, working for a magazine you loved, uh, all that stuff. When did when did the excitement switch into that routine and and like that? It's not it's not um, it's like unhealthy uh, motivation. Is that is that a good way to put it? Yeah, yeah, d- d- yeah, demotivation. Mm-hmm. I. 
No, I mean, I mean, like you were motivated, uh, but like yeah. especially before before that stuff, like to get the car. Like the car mattered, the house mattered, the what you wore well, mattered. Like middle upper class, you know. Like I, I didn't have anything by my own. I had all of the the record company in Syria. I had a car. I, like you know, I was I was okay. But then you you. The dream was, oh, I need to get a band to perform. You come to Dubai, you watch Iron Maiden play, and it's like, oh my God, there's opportunity here. You you watch your friends driving amazing cars, and like, oh, I I need to get a Mustang. If I don't get a Mustang, I'm not moving. Why am I even here? And then you you uh, you fill your uh, you fill your what you think is good for you and it was good for me at that age basically like you know i didn't i was at the top of my creative uh hating everything that's happening back home because i was prosecuted i was everything that creative that i'm trying to do i thought i can bring it to dubai and i can explore it in dubai because there is the um um there's the uh um Um, not missed, or there's the. Um, I'm 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 a little drunk. <laughs> yeah, the opportunity is not actually there. There is the a fake a fake opportunity, or mm-hmm. like you know, uh, you you get. I I got opportunity. I worked with the best companies. I I had like a great job. I had a, and at that time I didn't know much about the world. I met a lot of people. I met South African people for the first time. They became my best friend. I I met people. I learned about things that I never learned about before because I was in my bubble. So for a time, it was great, and it was and it and it filled all of these things that you're like I don't have anything, and then you have everything, and it's like and now what? Yeah. Like uh, so, I I think I can pinpoint the point things got shitty together because when I was coming back from Europe was in 2014 having this awesome festivals having the great time meeting like-minded people and I remember I was in the car back from the airport and I was going on Sheikh Zayed Road which is the main road and I was like ugh and then like I remember that like When I first landed in Dubai and I passed the same road, I was like, "Oh my God! Look at these buildings! Look at yeah. the cars! They're the Lamborghini!" And then you see a Lamborghini, and like in 2014, and like, ugh, another douchebag with a pink Lamborghini. Yeah, here's a gold Tiger with a like. It, it just, it, you know, it's like Zorba eating the the uh, cherries. And you get like you eat as much cherries, and then it's like, all right, I don't like cherries anymore. Maybe I don't, I don't know what it is, but I, I didn't want that. And now, going back to your question, I'm so happy with so little, so much little. I'm just like experiencing every day, and and actually, I can do everything. I can go to a small bar, watch a metal band. Beer is two and a half euros. The entry ticket is five euros. I can watch a band, and that's what I wanted. I never wanted all of these big things. But it was, look at me, I'm I'm successful too. Uh, please, girls, like me as well, because I'm in a band and I'm a graphic designer and I own a Mustang. Ha 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 ha! What else do you want? Like, and 
turned out that all I, they wanted or all uh, uh, your partner wants from you is to understand yourself, love yourself those things, so they can love you and like, you know, don't take things for granted and work on yourself every day. And I, I, I trigger, like I attribute that to listening to a lot of podcasts, actually a lot of comedians who I relate to because they're self-deprecating and they're like, you know, uh, but they, they just like think about themselves all the time. And I'm, and I'm thinking it's like, what, what am I doing wrong? And I still, to this day, I overthink everything. And that's maybe what makes me really happy with my, it's not, it's not like not thinking about things is actually so much better because you, you don't spend a lot of energy, but you are, you are not connected with who you are. And you're like, you know, you're taking, you, you don't go back and ask yourself why. Why are you? Why am I creative? Why am I doing? But do you think? Do you think those both of those worlds couldn't have existed? Like, could you have found that peace and that like inner dialogue uh, in the UAE or in Dubai or in uh, the situation you were in, or did you physically uh, like it? Just it just was not there for you. Like you were unhappy. Yeah, so- there was no escape kind of uh, routine thing. It was on all fronts, you know what I mean? Like for you, for example, the work front sometimes was bad, but the love front was nice. The family, you have family there. It's different. You Mm -hmm. can go and your mom will cook you food. I am in a strange country with... Shout out to mom cooking luchia. Yeah, I'm, I'm with a passport that is like, I have a passport that cannot get me anywhere. And at 60 years old, I will be kicked out from Dubai as my dad had before and I have no country to go back to basically uh, so it, I need I didn't know it, it, well, I, I took a chance I took a do chance you, and I yeah you know how do you how do the 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 like uh, inter- emotion internal emotion of uh, of starting fresh uh, regardless of the circumstances the internal like I'm I'm X years old. I've I have 15 years experience in a field. Uh, I know this way of living. All of that is out the window, regardless of uh, who, what, where, when, and why, and regardless of where you're going. I'm starting from absolute zero. I think for me it was like. That was scary and still scary. I still have to learn the language to get a Dutch passport. I need to have to do my inbergering, which is uh, my um, inclusivity uh, to know the country, know the laws and everything to get a passport. But like for me, what was more stronger was it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So even like... The kind of hard. like, I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't want. Yes, yes, 100%. Like, this is not working. I need to do something, and if I if I do it and it doesn't help, I'll try to do something else. And, like, you know, it's not like I have opportunities to pick from. It was like, um, uh, there's a situation, you can go to this, this country. I stayed two years without a job. People were not even reviewing my, my application because I'm, a, I'm Syrian and I speak very little, little Dutch. 
and uh, uh, finally I found a company that treated me as on my skills and it was like oh this guy is talented no matter where uh, he's from and and they hired me and for long the longest time I thought I will never be employed yeah and that that and and I didn't pers- I, I thought about working in a uh, very nice metalhead friends had a roofing company that offered me a job in a roofing company people are so nice here i say they're very individual and they look in their uh, calendars but i i feel like you know when it the push comes to shove this these people like you know can can and and, and especially like if, if you're not from here it's hard to blend in this is the hardest country to make friends with as they say it's 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 very it, like i said it's the negative part that it, I miss it feels our... hard because you're coming uh or or you've lived in uh, dubai dubai has that like everyone's kind of everyone thing um but if if we were back it's in so... syria if we were back in jordan some some random dude rocks up to the show you're not you're not immediately friends with them no no so i think well, that's I'm, the the, I'm the catalyst is, is like dubai that. Yeah, Amsterdam is like Dubai. The thing is like Holland or Netherlands, sorry, not, not Holland. Netherlands is, is not Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is what it is. And I'm like, you know, to be honest, I'm super lucky that I ended up here because other countries, I would have, I never blended anyway with the Arabs and I would never be fully 100% Dutch. I'm still going to be the odd ball person, but I am way, I like, I appreciate the honesty. Like we have so much in our culture, in Middle Eastern culture, we do so much because we don't want people to talk bad about us. And we do so much things that we don't want to do here. They tell you the word, the, you the key word is Ab. Yeah, here they tell you, you have to leave because we only made food for us. You, you know, the, the famous story in, in Arabic culture is that the guy Hatem al-Ta'i killed his horse to feed his his guest that he didn't even know people were passing by. So just a very, like a small nuances of like how people live their lives. And like I said, I, I connect more. They laugh at me. They say, you are born Dutch because I show up on time. That gave me so much hell in Dubai showing up on time. Yeah, you wait. You waited for hours because <laughs> yeah. you were always also, the first person there. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird. It's it's like you know uh, what what qualifies as uh, as like I have a friend who's I hope he doesn't mind sharing the story, but he was. Uh, hired here in in the Netherlands and he had a a problem at his job because he was just trying to push the employees. His job as a manager is to push his employees and he comes from Dubai and from the environment in Dubai and he was, he was, had a problem at work because he was aggressive. So the company, the company said like, we don't want sales if that means that people will be uh, treated badly. 
which is a concept that no one in Dubai, if, if you, uh, you have to wake up every day and make a hundred euros or something, or there's a 500 CVs or 10 CVs at least from people from India, USA, uh, UK are trying to take your place. So it's a cutthroat situation. You know what I mean? And I didn't yeah. want to like, like, and here it's totally different. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I can only imagine. I haven't, um, I've only ever visited uh, the Netherlands. There are Dutch people here that never been to Amsterdam. If you're from a different city, like you know, people fly from all around the world to go to Amsterdam, and they can take a bus, or like you know, but they've just never gone to Amsterdam. Yeah, like you know, yeah. I think um, the um, yeah, it's it's such a weird uh, like balance in the world between between the different cultures, between the different uh, like upbringings in general just there's there's so much baggage that you carry growing up that uh when you move to a different country with different kinds of baggage you're like wait what you guys are worried about what (laughs) that's a whole different bag of fucking but i know what one one of the things i'm I'm fascinated with and you know this because we've spent years talking about it i I almost mentioned every single episode uh, of the podcast is the concept of home because because we grew up in situations where where we are from uh, and what we consider home are two different things uh including what we consider home uh, accepting us or not uh in like this weird third culture kid uh 80s kid uh fuck like what, what's the word cluster fuck that's the one i was looking for uh, it's such a weird concept. Like, I remember when you and I were were here in the UAE, and people would would leave for the summer, or uh, or would just go on vacation. Where are you guys going? We're going back home. And it's like, well, well, we can't do that. <laughs> yep. Home is home is where the visa is right now, uh, and and that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. Um, so, and so you know, you know, my apartment feels like an Airbnb in in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the pandemic, I've been living with my girlfriend in another city because it's better to spend it with another person than by yourself. And every time I go back to pick up something, it's like this is Airbnb. This is, like I don't, I never felt as at home. I felt at home talking to you for a couple of hours with friends, we on stage playing with my band. But I, I don't believe like this is why coming from somewhere geographically means nothing to me. And I know you understand this and, and this hits with you because I'm, I'm English. I'm from Liverpool. I'm from like, what does that mean? Like what, what did, what does like, what did Liverpool do? That, We're all like, fucking that, human. Yeah. That's do, do you have the ob- obelix, uh, like you know, asterisk and obelix uh, drink that you they gave it to everybody there, and you're like, strong, like I don't understand. <laughs> like, yeah, but but it doesn't matter. I don't feel like you generally need to to be linked to a place to be a home or a person. You shouldn't. You shouldn't let your happiness depends on a place or a person if you're not happy you you like no person can do something to make you happy you yeah. know what i mean 
like they can of course they can add happiness to your life and but if you don't want to be happy or you're not happy no one can really like make you yeah yeah 100% 100% and as as a as a married old person with a kid uh Tara and I have had this conversation this conversation of like you know the the that like home is where the heart is right yeah but home is where your heart is and people get divorced bro hundred <laughs> home home is where your heart is if my intent is uh to be where Tara is because I'm comfortable with my not not because I need to be around her to be happy you know what I mean there's this weird thin line between like home is where the heart is and where yeah. you are as a person my girlfriend makes me happy but I don't depend on her to make me happy uh, that's that's yeah. a dependence I think is is a is a is a big factor and dependence is a big factor not only when it comes to relationships but when it comes to culture Uh, and, and you know like growing up because i didn't my family didn't understand me and even i did it to you in our beginning of our relationship uh like i i put so much weight i was like why is not they're not answering me we we put so much weight on people and like you know oh yeah it, it's blood it doesn't have to be blood to be family i know it doesn't have to be blood you don't have to be blood to be family but at the same time like i understand i haven't talked to you i talked to you once this year uh like on on, on the phone but like you're two I months, still love you two months ago and, and we yeah. still pick up up whenever we fucking left off we've been talking for how many hours two hours now and i i can do this for another five hours but this uh, is with, this is where the phrase uh you don't have to be blood to be family uh it changed for me because uh, and for those that don't know i have i have that uh line tattooed on me on my ribs i it's a line that uh i have in in the zvingali song conquer it's something that i've been saying since i was a teenager but what that phrase means for me now is exactly what you're saying you don't have to be blood to be family in this day and age at the age i am at at the age uh, my uh, family is at uh, the the people that i consider family it means that if you call me i'll be there when you need me uh, you'll be there when i need you uh, we have this understanding like family like you don't speak to your cousins and uncles and aunts every day but when when you do uh, for the most part i'm saying a, a more traditional uh, family when you do they're still your cousins and uncles and aunts um and that's what i mean by you don't have to be blood to be family like uh, yeah. my, my people my that inner circle like you were saying you know you have the big circle the little circle the the people you call yeah. friends the people you call family those people uh hopefully are the ones that understand that if i don't call it doesn't mean i'm disrespecting it just means that i'm caught up no, we're, we're with life in general and and we'll like, figure it out are, people are busy we're busy man we're busy but like you know we used to do so much and now we have to do so much more to get the same thing like i struggle sometimes now with listening to music while i'm doing my work because i need to focus i used to multitask like a like a, a motherfucker i don't know what it is but just like uh, there's so much to life now there's so much things that i have to worry about there's so much in my brain i'm trying to assess myself i'm trying to assess. so so 
putting so much pressure on people to just like you know uh yeah if they don't talk, why didn't he text me why didn't she talk to me it's like oh my like the, if you don't do this and this is like the basically the the source of all the problems in bands and in, and it's like why did you do this like i'm i'm so much happy now that fadi is releasing like uh, fadi and serge is doing the like but like we used to fight to the bone and you know what on on such now like stupid things that now now i'm just happy to be part and they they are considering me after leaving pick up my shit and leaving and i'm like you know we started this band together and i said i believe i said at one point i i picked the game the name of this band and i'm doing that's so stupid they are equal parts and they put every like you know part of it but it's something goes back to the like you know oh if, if you're saying this i'm going to say this thing more or like you didn't call me or you didn't is that that's so stupid man <laughs> like I, I am not the same person i was when i was 10 years ago that's why when i see people are like tweets from 2011 and people are getting canceled it's like what what guys i like people like what i used to say the cringe on my face when i see the facebook uh reminds me of like what i said yeah yeah we- that those facebook reminders are are horrifying <laughs> horrifying things um but uh, i'm i'm going to do two things i'm going to uh, jump into the comments yeah uh, but i also uh, while i read that i want you guys to um to answer this question, speaking of, of the cancel con- culture in general, uh, cancel culture, because it's such a such a gray area, right? But cancel culture, uh, y- not it's not really yes or no. But what are your thoughts on cancel culture? That's that's my question uh, for the tribe and uh, and everyone tuning in live i'd love to know your thoughts on cancel culture i'm gonna go through the comments and then we'll we'll discuss a little bit more on cancel culture with uh, with misha um eloise is in the house she says uh, michael you've gotten through so much since leaving dubai and i'm so proud of what you are creating for yourself in the netherlands uh, this place is giving us both a beautiful fresh start although the road is challenging at times big hugs I love Eloise. Like she has a, a pretty little prince as well, and she's uh, raising him up here. Hash, my mom, like uh, my dad, was traveling all the time, so I have special love in my heart for single moms. You guys are fucking heroes, and uh, yeah, uh, the the road the road is challenging for sure. But like, I know we wouldn't be friends like if I'm like all my friends are fucking awesome. And like, I know you can do it. And I know I can do it. It's hard. I, I, I complain all the time, but it's like, you know, we can do it. No, no one else can. We can. <laughs> Shout out to Eloise. Uh, Ahmed Ramal is in the house. What is up, Ahmed? And um, thank you for Hello, tuning man. in, my dude. He is, uh, his name is right there, right there, uh, right above me. He's a patron as well. Uh, one of the reasons this show uh, exists so a shout out to you he's the guitarist in uh, Misho's band Aramaic for those that don't know um, in the clip that I just played he was he was a guitarist there um, Anthony saying Misho not sure if I'm biased but this is one of the best episodes I watched thank you for being fresh shout out to Anthony uh, yeah and friends Anthony's a big fan of uh, of no censorship and no uh, no bullshit so I think um, 
And I think you should th- have him on. You should have him on. Now. I have I have him scheduled. See, the thing is, after I move, I haven't been booking any shows yeah. uh, because I know I'm moving the desk. And once I move, Fair the enough. setup is gonna gonna be very different. But I have Anthony on, um, especially Fair with enough. with everything that he's doing with uh, with Death Tribe and, uh, and Kiatian. Uh, Katya saying, "Home is where your record collection is." <laughs> so your iPod. <laughs> I mean, she has a proper record collection, right? I from from what I remember, Katya. Let me know if I'm. See, uh, this is this is why, like, I I I moved around so much. I don't have physical things anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I don't have if I if I ever had uh, physical things. I I used to have a CD collection, but um. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's the modern day, like if it's the Spotify, but if uh, or or I just don't enjoy actually collecting CDs anymore. I think it's a it's, bit of both. The, the, it's, like going back to what we we're talking about, like the the way we consume music. Also, it's so fucking weird, man. Like uh, because now we don't work for it. It was hard for me to get a, a record. So if I got a record, I need to listen to it 15 times and like, you know, go through every detail. And even if I don't like it, I will give it a chance. Now I listen 10 seconds and if it doesn't grip me, like that's not the way you listen to music. Sometimes intros are different from what the band uh, plays. So you just have to give it some, some time. 100%. And, 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 and there's so much out there. I, I have, I figured out that I haven't been listening to my favorite bands for like more than five months. Five months go by and I don't listen to my favorite band because I'm just like, there's so much. I don't need this. Like uh, the band that I'm wearing, Soen, is one of the best new bands that I've discovered. The drummer from Opeth, uh, found these uh, European musicians and did a great music. But like, you know, th- there are gems out there. Yeah. But the, the sea of information, it's too much. We're not designed for this. We're, like I said, here in the Netherlands, they still send. Shout out to Katya. Katya sent me a card. A Christmas card. When did you last physically receive anything? They use here, like my, my girlfriend sends me from her home to my home, sometimes a, a card. And that's the cutest thing ever. Like, you know, so the, la- the last time I received a card is actually from the same person from, uh, from Katya. Um, uh, they're, they're it was, awesome. Katya. it was, uh, there, it was post their wedding or an anniversary and i still have it guys it's still still hanging on the on the wall behind the bar but i have um, i have their wedding picture as well yeah that was the that was the last card card i received i think the the stupidest thing happened like when i moved into my apartment i created the crowbar so yeah. if no if nobody knows it's our hangout we need, you, know you need what? you need to preface the crowbar before you get into it <laughs> So it's it's the place to be if you want to drink. It's literally an IKEA uh, five by five, full with alcohol. A, a and, Calax uh, for those IKEA fans. Yeah, and a fifty-five inch screen. So I like and that we hang out all the time because there's no bars in Dubai. Of course, shout out to Nahla's house. Uh, took us also Matasim's house, Lane. Everybody's who, who took us in. We 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 need we created our own scene basically, and I was a part of that. So I came and I created that in my in my apartment, and then I discovered first of all I don't have 
that much friends that are like they're just gonna pass by every week secondly there's like 15 awesome bars in my street like why they play two of them play metal like why would i even create like this thing so <laughs> it, i was just trying to create some normality i think and and because everything was new to me i thought maybe if i create this it would be like home but like now I'm looking at it, it's it's silly. It's it's a good gesture. It's taking half of my living room, but nobody <laughs> really nobody really goes there. So I guess new new places, new new home standards. New definition of home every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna keep going through the comments. There's a bunch. Uh, there's a bunch more for you here. Um, uh, the, actually, one for me. Uh, Anthony says uh, Adnan or Ad Nine, as he likes to call. Uh, you can fly with your queen and sleep over uh dude when when flying over is uh, is an option uh i'll definitely be there misha and i were talking about how much we're gonna see each other this year there are plans <laughs> there are plans of march and april and we'll try to see who, who's gonna go where in june and july on our way to the states we're gonna stop all of it canceled um so so as soon as flying over uh, is a thing we'll definitely be there um uh, Tom is saying, really great episode, absolutely loving it, although it made me feel a bit old from the 41-year-old East German in Dubai. See, this is this is where I think you're wrong, Thomas. I think um, I think that is that is where we're at. That is the page we're at. We're all at that Embrace age. Embrace it. Embrace yeah, we're it 40. We're uh, yeah, we're 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 all at that age. Um, shout out to Thomas and Connie Vachman. Um, Chris Christina says. Uh, this is a long one, so bear with me. I'm dyslexic, so it takes me a long, a lot of effort to, to read long posts. Um, Christina says, I just want to say that I've been searching for new, for some new music. Uh, you know, the perfect sound with the wow vibe and structure, uh, like all my life from an early childhood. Suddenly, uh, during my creative crisis some eight years ago, there were t- there were the times when everything lost its value and the music was the same shit. I mean, here in my local eu bubble uh then i tried then i tried it once more i mean the searching and digging uh tones of tons of shitty sounds and hoping uh for finding the gold uh because uh i just knew that there must be the stream of fresh music somewhere and then i met misho and others uh he introduced me to the community which is always hungry in a musician way and the, the equal taste of metal uh, and it works since, uh, and it's been working since then perfectly. I am still writing my shitty uh, music reports and reviews, finding every day something new and and worthy. Uh, thank you, Misha, for opening my heart and mind, uh, which you have, uh, which got me back to my life path. I miss you and take care. This is from uh, from Christina. So much love, man. Just like you know, like all these people, like. I can't believe, like when I threw, when we first started the episode, I said, I don't know why would people listen to this. I am nobody. Why would people like listen to what I have to say? But just like genuine connection with this misfits from all around the world. And I'm like, with love, I say misfits, even the successful ones like Ben, even like, you know, like you and like everybody is from somewhere. I, I, I found my friend Dylan and Jamie uh, from from Australia. I found them brutal assault 2014 and we met 
and that one day and then 20 uh, like in 2020 which is six years later we came they came to amsterdam and we went to dinner and it's like it's this it's we, yeah. we're i'm i'm like you find these people that you connect with and you don't understand why i don't understand why would i would be meet a girl from czech republic i would meet a, a person from america uh, like uh, my friend jim who is like a soldier and we have like in on theory we don't have anything in common and then you you like it's weird that metalheads stick together while we are very different but we agree on something that is like makes us at least together i don't know if that uh, it makes absolute sense i think it's it's uh the human connection because what you're saying is we don't we're not supposed to have anything on common uh, uh on paper in common on paper that yeah. paper is based on a lot of uh preconceived notions of what someone from that specific place from that background yeah. from that anything uh would be like based on the way we grew up like you just said american dude soldier where we grew up american dude soldier is one way period yeah yeah and and that's based on the way we were raised perceiving uh, where they come from which yeah. is a completely uh, misdiagnosed uh, kind of uh, misinterpreted int- uh, thing on, on who they really are who they really are is, is a completely different thing and I think when people figure that out it's like oh fuck shit I have a friend that culturally I'm not supposed to like yeah you're, you're like you're Dubai taught me that you have to be a little bit of the, the word racist not is not racist but we have to be to consider people's feeling if I meet someone from Japan and from Saudi I have to uh, ba- balance my words differently mm-hmm. but uh, I'm an example that like you need to give people more than like you know the first impression like on, on a dating app I am so confusing for example like what like where I from like you cannot if you meet me, you like me or you hate me. There's no like, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. The, the, so, it's the but, bio, the bio. <laughs> What's your bio? Because I always struggle with that. I'm like, I'm the singer of Zwingali and I make videos and I host this podcast and I just say what I do. I don't say who I am. Because yeah, <laughs> how do you describe that? And and it's and it's yeah, like I I find out like lately that I can find uh, the thread of uh, like I. I don't. I'm. I'm not per se trying to make people like me, but I give them benefit of the doubt, and I make them try to find the common ground between us, and that is more than the differences on so many places. Like, yeah. and even even if they come from, a, like, uh, he's one of the good ones, or like, you know what I mean? Oh, I've like, heard that. Even, I've heard that a, ton, a yeah, million times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even, even even if it comes from a from a bad place, at least. That it reminds me of that uh, uh, black uh, African American gentleman who uh, went to the Ku Klux Ku Klux Klan and changed like forty members because they never talked to a black person before in their life, and there was like this nice dude is just talking to them basically, and there was like the you see the clan members like fuck this like what is the going back to what i said they question why are you doing this yeah they, they were born in that environment they were born in that phil and selmo 
we, we all know he's racist. He's in New Orleans. He's born in New Orleans. He doesn't know better. Like, why am I expecting? He has Confederate flags on all of his albums. And she, like, why am I expecting like this guy to be different? I think, he, I think the difference is preconceived notion is, is, I understand it. Preconceived and, uh, and, uh, just kind of before you actually learn is one thing. If you have the opportunity to grow and you don't, that's different. If you've traveled the world and you're yeah, still ignorance uh, is a choice. Huh? Exactly. If if you're if you've traveled the world, met met people from all over the place, lived in places like, for example, Dubai, and you're still uh, you still have leaning towards uh, something like a race or a religion, or you call all oh, these people are bad drivers. You know they're bad. Like if, <laughs> if you still have that. Yeah. You're, uh, there, there's something there's something much more deep seated than uh, than just an opinion. You know what I mean? We're all gonna be something mixed like that. Like twenty one and me or whatever. They people are finding like junkies Khan plowed through the women of the world. So everybody has a little junkies Khan in. in <laughs> everybody them. got a little jankus in them. <laughs> one one. <laughs> I just love saying that. <laughs> like. <laughs> There's a little jankus in each of us. Um, I want to get to cancel culture with you. Let's uh, let's power through the the, the comments and um, I want to get. Yes. I, want, I want to talk about cancel culture because it's uh, pretty. You were, you were worried. You were worried we're losing so much uh, talking before the actual episode was started, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm never. I'm never worried where we run out of shit to talk about with you. With you, yeah, that's that's for sure. Um, the, what he's talking about is the patrons get to see uh, something called the hallway sessions. Hallway sessions is what uh, my, the guests and I talk about before the show actually goes live. They have access to that, and uh, Misha and I were like, "Yo, <laughs> we need to shut up because we're going to run out of shit to talk about in 15 minutes before the show because we were just blabbing on for so long." But uh, about iPhone 10 or something stupid. <laughs> iPhone versus Samsung. Who gives a shit? Uh, um, Serge Lutfi in the comments is saying, "When are you moving? Where are you moving, Serge? Uh, I will. I will talk to you that, about that on uh, in a couple of days. I'm going to see you. I'll let you know exactly." Anthony says, "It's a pleasure to be on Unmuted. You're doing wonders. Thank you, my brother. It means a lot coming uh, coming from you. Um, I'm gonna." Um, Skip Ashish's comment because it's about cancel culture, which uh, which I want to get to. Um, Katya saying it's all about the vinyl, my friend, which we are currently having to hide from baby. Yeah, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even imagine, dude. I, I, we literally. I'm looking around the house like we have, we have nothing on shelves anymore. We have nothing on any baby height uh, counters whatsoever. Uh, Eloise says, uh, "I like your new crowbar." But also adds, you're nobody. You put so much effort into all of your friendships. Uh, you mean more to us than you will ever know. Shout out to Eloise. Heart, heart emoji. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, Ali is in the house. What is up, Ali? Ali uh, Muhammad is the bassist in my band, Svengali. He says, what's up, brother? Shout out to we Ali. Just talk. I love Ali. We were just talking about he forgot before the Lebanon. Like you, the intro was on, and and you were doing the huddle. Uh, if nobody knows, these guys do a huddle. They before they go on stage, they motivate each other. And and he was like, 
two 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 seconds before the show. Wait, did I put my multi effects? Did, did somebody know where my multi effect is, or is it on stage? And it's like ah, the, you run, and everybody ran to the stage. So it was super fucking funny. But, yeah. yeah, I love that. Uh, Ali, Ali's uh, Ali's uh, scared us a few times on stage, but <laughs> uh, super happy for him as well and his beautiful wife. Love you guys! Shout out, shout out, Taddy, and um, yeah, thank you for tuning in, my dude. He's um, he's one of the homies. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's jump into cancel culture because this is something that I've had a couple of uh, a couple of guests uh, where we uh, we talked about cancel culture in general, but uh, but I think you and I are more extreme when it comes to that stuff. Uh, like we were saying about growth in general, just as a person. Uh, we were telling your, your story and my story of, of growing as people, the, the shit we used to do uh, just three years ago. Um, yeah. I don't understand the idea of digging up a bad joke, a tweet. Uh, you know, I'm talking about the, the more surface versions of, of cancel culture. A bad photo... And using that to destroy someone's life. Yeah. And I consider myself pretty uh, pretty left. I consider myself pretty, l- like, on the uh, liberal side. I consider myself... Uh, uh, Left-center. W- like, now, like yeah. I said before in this, in this podcast, I said, like, I don't agree with Antifa. I don't... I think, and that's controversial, I think, like... Nazi uh, whatever bands is the same as anti-Christ bands and the same as anti-war and government bands. They should be. They should not be allowed to do a part political party or blow up something. But if you want to sing about something, you can. It's art. Like, how are you forbidden art? It's just. It's 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 what you want to say. Like, I know people take it. The fans are the worst. Fans, tool fans. Are the the bane of uh, tools existence and mine <laughs> and you. So like I I because I had to close my company because of lyrics. Some some dude with uh, with in a in a police uniform was looking at the lyrics in my uh, in not banned in Dubai in in uh, uh, Syria and they were like you you can you can say this you cannot say this. Like for me, freedom of speech is so important. We should not be allowed to think about things. And and of course, people make mistakes. And if you don't grow from that, it's on you. Like you said, if you don't grow from the person who tweeted, I grew up in an environment where being gay is wrong. Is you will get lashed and and killed probably. And we lost really great activists for depression in in Egypt a few months ago because of that. She made it all the way to Canada. She was free of all of this, and still she couldn't. Uh, the like, weight you know, of it, the weight of years and years and years of that doesn't doesn't go away. Yeah. So so I don't blame a person who's born in that environment, and but but I believe that if we wait it out, if people will. Of course, there's the extremist people who are who choose to stay in that environment. But I believe they they cannot they cannot hide from it anymore because if it exists everywhere, if all life all Black Lives Matter is everywhere, people will know what it is. 
if if like you, if it, if you're gay, if you're whatever your sexual orientation is, is is there. You don't have to agree. We don't all have to agree. Why people have to agree with each other? Why, why it has to be this way or this way? You know, before it used to be like a, a man and a woman and a family, and then 55% of marriages end in, in, in divorce. So people found other ways, like polyamory, like like uh, uh, being asexual, uh, whatever you want. Like, why would I want to care? So I think going back to the point that we are we just uncovering this now and there's still resistance from some people and some some parts of the community but i don't think in 20 years or i like progress is is takes time and to sh shut off these things you cannot just shed them off you just have to one, you just have to be that Ku Klux, Klux Klan guy, KKK guy, and just like talk to people. If you threw a milkshake at them and forbid them from doing their show, you, you know, you, I, my brain works in that way. If I'm forbidden to do something, I want to do it so bad. So I also it's, it's, just just to to build off that, I think. Uh, going back to the term cancel culture, I think like if if I saw. Uh, now it's it's mostly um, linked to celebrities, right? But it, it also happens in our everyday lives. That, oh, this this guy said this one thing. I don't want to talk to him anymore. But if going back to to the idea of cancel culture, someone said something, whether it was years and years and years ago, or uh, a little more recently, it's it's not it's never something that just happened. Yeah. Uh, it's always something that you dig up for the for the most part. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys. If if you think otherwise, let me know. But I think it's more um, beneficial if we have a conversation about it. We educate. We use that as an example to to show growth or to show uh, how how someone would come from th this kind of background and end up in this kind of situation with that. You know what I mean? Like. It, like you were saying, like we grew up where if you said the word gay, it was it was basically to insult someone. But yeah. it, we, if you were to take shit I said back then, yeah, at, at face value, we'd all be fucking. We're, I'd be fucked. <laughs> I, why, I would. Why, yeah. Why would we prison people? Put people in prison if we don't believe in redemption? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? If you? Why? If you like? You know? Uh, cancel him. Like it's like. What are you talking? Maybe. Maybe he moved. On. Maybe he's the same person. Maybe he's. He's. He didn't change. And you got him. But believe me, that person will. Will show himself and show his true. And uh, please, please uh, get. Don't get my idea was wrong. I'm not talking about blackface, for example. In the Netherlands, they still do it. For me. It's it's if kids are involved, like if if like I'm doing something and I'm like you know oh I'm, I'm wearing the swastika or whatever yeah you're an idiot like you, you j just go be an idiot by yourself you're you're like you know but if a kid is like oh the black uh, person is not nice or in in the tradition here he's the one who's naughty or whatever yeah I, because kids are malleable and they, they like you're hurting the new generation you're you're affecting people uh, young people you're, you're affecting the future so i i'm also not okay with rape whatsoever 
and 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 I'm not saying we should not be uh, uh, judgmental. Of course, there should be limit limitation to our society. You should be free as long as you don't affect people uh, badly. And uh, but at the same time, just canceling someone because of something they did. I was an idiot five years ago. I was an idiot three years ago. I was an idiot fifteen years ago. And probably will look at this conversation because everything is documented. The, all these things happened before, but it was not documented, and it was not. Nobody knew that Twitter in two thousand and ten that it's going to be some. If you tweet something, I tweeted a lot of things trying to be funny. And it was on your BlackBerry. Who talks about Blackberries anymore? You're, you're like, the medium was different, and now you're. So, a comedian says, said this. I cannot recall right now, but the jokes that they, they made in the '80s they don't work now because they were trying to push the envelope, and the line was here, and then yeah. now the line is here. But what you said in the '80s, like when you said that. When this person said something about gay people or said something about, everybody was saying like, it, it, like it's in TV shows, in in Friends, and in in it's it, it, in all of these love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 this is why I think the the premise, the the foundation of it is education. The, the line was the line was different. The line the, the, where the the surface is, where where's the the limit. Comedy or like art, or you're playing on the surface. You're playing on that Dude, like very. If you watch limited. Eddie Murphy's Raw, Eddie yeah. Murphy, who's who's yeah. like a wholesome family uh, comedy actor, uh, yeah. recently, he's he's not really doing anything anymore. But r- more recently, Eddie Murphy is the guy from like Nutty Professor. That's the the fucking Doctor Doolittle. Watch his R- comedy special Raw. Oh. Holy shit! But the the growth and education and and like you said societal acceptance and we're all trying to learn together. I think this is this is where I lean more towards where you don't you don't ruin someone's life because of something they said. You grab them and you educate them and you have a, a difficult conversation and you see where they've come since then uh, and and wh- what they've what they've done to uh, you know. Um, what's the word you know what i mean like they 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 gave back to some degree versus not all that stuff i think that's that's what's uh, what's more important than just going hey man kevin hart tweeted a stupid joke 15 years ago misha said something about uh you know you're a pussy it's, if you don't drink you know like it's, whatever. E- it's, it's even the other way around if if like brooklyn 99 they're trying to reshoot things because they think black if you're doing well if you're doing good for the cause you've been attacked oh you're sp- virtue signaling and you're like what what the fuck what you cannot do anything so the goal is to discredit you and to cancel you and we're gonna dig stuff whatever it is to try to 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 do that yeah and i have opinions that are can might be not very uh, uh like you know accepted by everybody but there are my opinions and i'm when i'm discussing it with someone when i'm in a conversation i'm allowing myself to be either prove my point or to be uh, discredited or to be pro- like you know influenced by what this guy says or the the person that I'm talking to. So if you're going into the conversation with the your mindset 
about what you want to do and you don't want you're 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 trying to win without even listening if nothing can change that mind then then why are you having conversation let's see um let's see what the tribe is saying about um about cancel culture ashish says in my honest opinion at most cancel culture might affect a handful of celebrities who said something racist or homophobic or whatever and are held accountable for their words on the other hand racism homophobia etc affects hundreds of millions of people every day people who complain about cancel culture need to get some perspective about what really affects people i completely agree uh, it does it does affect uh, hundreds of millions of people every day i just think the uh, the way forward is is education is educating the people that are uh, hurting the, the the others um to a degree where like like misha was saying the next generation like my kid growing up won't know uh and to the best of my ability won't know racism won't know how, homophobia how, yeah. what why like, who, what do you think if you canceled someone's life how do you think that will help him be better to change his mind how will that he will be so furious and so like you know he will hate even gaze even more if he said this is not the right way of doing things it, you, you, we need to find an, a, 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 a mutual ground we need to like whatever it is I, i'm not saying that applies for everything of course Uh, like different situation require different measures but like you know this is not you're not helping anyone because now you are the ah i did a comment i commented on something and i changed i i took this person down yay i'm doing something i'm a part of like you're what bots i don't want to i don't want to get into conspiracy theories but yeah like uh <laughs> lizard people like, we're talking about yeah. lizard. <laughs> <laughs> no like you know uh, elections and shit like all this this is not like going in the streets i'll tell you when i stopped believing that doing uh going in the streets and protesting makes a change it was 2001 when america go went to iraq and i was designing this magazine and million people in brazil and and spain million more than millions of people were in the street and that didn't change anything in the future uh like of what happened so if you believe like you can make a change i'm sure you can make a change but you don't have like not in every situation canceling someone is the best solution i'm sure we can i think uh, yeah i think i think just to to real things i think protesting and and canceling are two different things i uh i would protest yes I, yes one hundred percent yeah I, m- personal opinion i'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm an idiot Me, I, no I no you can it. have your opinion because i was so disappointed we're, we're allowed to it, have it, opinions it didn't change <laughs> it didn't change anything and and P, I, i say to my friends here who go on protest i i'm with you like by heart and i hope you make a change and change my mind change my mind that like protests do change i'm open to it but yeah. i don't believe in it at the moment yeah no no i'm i'm a, i i uh, i'm a pro power to the power to the people pro yeah, protester when, yeah but what, uh, what are you talking about but i'm talking what about people, the uh, when the, is the last time people change anything in I, lebanon in lebanon they're trying to change they're, the they're doing government for so long three like and i hope they get what they want i yeah. the end result i from the bottom of my heart they deserve it but i i 
I doubt it. And please, please prove me wrong. Please. I, I beg you. Yeah, I think I think uh, when it comes to pro- protesting and stuff like that, whether it's in, in Lebanon or or the yeah. Black Lives Matter movement after the George Floyd uh, murder in, in the U.S., even that spilling over here, uh, you know, the protests that were happening in, in Jordan after uh, the the honor killing that happened recently, all that stuff. It's it's a very very. Um, it feels like it's not doing anything. Uh, but but when you think about when you think about the the waves that the impact would have, uh, even even as as I recent really as, as, the, as like we, we're having uh, race discussions in the Middle East because of the Black Lives Matter movement that are happening in the states, uh, and 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 this is something that has gone global and has been. So I think it does. Uh, protesting is is a different ball game for sure, um, but uh, but the cancel culture is is the 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 thing I. Um, I don't necessarily. I don't want to say I disagree with, but I just think the handling of it is such a different thing than what is is readily acceptable. Like if someone fucks up from, from uh, uh, video surfaces from ten years ago, it trends on Twitter. Like cancel X celebrity or X person, and I think in everyday life we don't do that, so we shouldn't be uh, using them as those examples. But uh, let me let me keep going through. Uh, through the comments anthony saying cancel culture is healthy Uh, we are social beings alone we fade to nothingness so we better take care of others to deserve the right to be or uh, to be or be canceled see i completely disagree with that i think because we are social beings uh uh, yeah it's healthy to disagree it, it is it is healthy to disagree and i think uh i think if if we are social beings and and uh, if alone we will fade away into nothingness, as as Anthony says, we should we should hold hold each other accountable, have difficult conversations, uh, you know, cry, scream, kick, do all that stuff, and try to change people's minds into uh, into the more uh, more welcoming and more open uh, version of of the world that we would like to see. Um. Anthony also says, uh, digging up shit from 30 years ago is shitty, but people should uh, be consi- considerate of others, uh, do everything and anything as long as other people uh, that affected is warned to agree or disagree. Okay, that <laughs> that uh, basically goes back to what we were saying. Uh, it sums it up nicely. Um, Dahi's in the house. Pinky says, uh, being gay is like anything else. Uh, the societal walls... Uh, are never as big as your own psychological walls. The more you look for answers externally, the more you, uh, the more lost you get. Pride should be within you, not a public display for the rest of the world's approval. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think that applies uh, to, uh, to everything else, like you said. Um, it's it's just uh, people's, uh, like Misha was saying entitlement when it comes to someone else's relationship status uh, in any regard be it uh, be it uh, gender based or not like who gives a fuck it's not your your life but like uh, we we definitely should do something it's not it's not just uh, live and don't do anything i'm just thinking we're using outdated concepts or outdated behavior to fix 
modern we we can we can definitely uh fix we are smart enough to come up with something even that doesn't already exist something really a way that we reach the other person i'm sure i'm sure we're clever enough i think this is the the cancel culture is not mature or not like not a not a not a, a like uh what's the word i'm looking for abstract it's not a is that yeah, no 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 it's not like a, a good way of of fixing things i'm sure we can uh Uh, that is saying it's the breakdown yeah. of dialogue yeah 100% cancel culture is the narcissistic idea that uh, because you personally don't agree with something you need to rally people who agree with you to make that thing you disagree with go away it's dangerous uh, I think I think that's the um, yeah and then he adds it's a breakdown of dialogue uh, that's, that's a very well put It's, I love this that we we came now you have this podcast and you the the person the people that are listening to this podcast they are your circle your algorithm gives you everything that you really want I want to disagree with people I want people to disagree with me and prove me wrong if you don't seek out something like a new opinion or like don't seek out people you disagree with how would you like you know prove you that you're right if you're if you're only Uh, going around with people's like yeah this is what we believe in we believe in this and this is the thing that is right it's you're you're exactly doing the same thing that is the other person oh yeah i believe that uh, uh this and this is bad they believe uh, they don't believe that gay people should get married he he can rally his people it's not it's the same way you're falling into the same circle of of like you know oh every everybody's agreeing with it and we need to break you need to break with this to be creative if you're if you're in the same creative circle and in the same creative like you know you will not get you have you need to challenge yourself go to to things that you don't agree with the most brilliant ideas comes come from the places that you never thought they would come from i think Uh, Anthony is saying uh, I, he thinks we're mixing cancel culture with something else. Disagreeing is one thing; it is healthy. Uh, you agree, you convince, uh, uh, you get you get to a point. Um, I think I think what Misha is saying, and I don't mean to speak on your behalf, but that it isn't that different. Uh, it should cancel culture should fall into that. We disagree. We talk about it, but then we find the middle point, or we don't. Um, we don't cancel. Uh, someone completely uh, we don't end the dialogue like uh, like uh, pinky was saying uh, thomas yeah, is saying one second sorry, sorry. Uh, thomas is saying absolutely you don't have to agree just show some respect to others opinions and apply common sense be human about it even if you don't like it yeah and if you don't affect legislation which probably you don't uh, like you know we're all fucking cyborgs anyway so it doesn't this is all This is all bullshit. We're all cyborgs. AI is taking over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like. I, I hope that there's power to the people, and I'm very pessimistic and nihilistic for saying that. But I'd like, I, like, I never, I, I like. You know, people don't vote in America, for example. They don't vote. They don't get their their people to who who represent them elected, and then they bitch about the fucking result. You know, I. I 
I don't know. Like, do, there is there is a way of doing things. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not the person who to come up with it. My opinion about this that we are smart enough to get some to understand that 10 years ago some person who was born in certain circumstances led him to and or even if he's not born in these circumstances he is by his free will thought a bad thing or tweeted a bad thing and let it out in the ether but this is 10 this years is ago, 10 years ago nobody thought this will be listened to by millions and millions of people no no and, but and this now, is it It, it, even even if it is a result of your situation and of your surroundings and stuff, yeah, I was in a shitty situation surroundings with very conservative thoughts, and you yeah. grow out of it. Like yeah. that that's that's the the whole thing. It, whether people saw it or not, I think is is the argument. Like who gives a shit? No one, no one cared about what, and no one still cares except for the tribe. But no one still cares about what what we what we think and our thoughts and. In, in the grand scheme of things but the the having a difficult discussion versus, versus just going fuck it close the door is yeah. uh, is the problem I, I personally have with uh, with cancer culture I like we like I have a problem like you know I have problems growing up with my dad and like you know how it is and I, I blamed him most of my life and I said in the beginning of this Now I'm 40, there's a new perspective. I don't know if he knew better. It, what is it? Well, like, should I just hate him to the day he die, died and, like, you know, have a bad... Or just, like, you know, try to fix the mend, let him understand a little bit or find a common ground that yeah. will change his mind. And, 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 like, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's two ways of... But people are are not... Oh, they're like so much into this blame or into the like I I made a difference. Look at me, ha ha ha! Like good for you, but I'm sure like you know there's a better way to do this. Yeah, the let me, other uh, person. Yeah, go the, sorry. Let me go go through the the comments uh, real yes, quick because um yes, thank you saying from my own opinions. <laughs> no, we're allowed to have... It's called unmuted. We're allowed to have opinions. Uh, Dahi saying, uh, social media gives everybody too much exposure with not enough context. So they think... So the thinking is that because it's been uh, seen, it's understood. It removes the element of context, culture. It objectifies everything. That's where the cancel culture comes from. A lot of the time, it's because the understanding around the thing itself is absent. I'm gonna I'm gonna pin this comment because I think this this is very well put uh, from from Dahi from Pinky um, and and is very very true I, I completely agree with that I think I think that's that's why I like saying uh, have having a conversation is very important because because of all that stuff uh, also just because a lot of people stray from the difficult conversations they don't want to have it they just shut someone out um anthony is saying cancel culture exists when someone has to know how and education oh then the know-how sorry my mouse was over that and cancel culture exists when someone has the know-how and the education to not do something resentful and inhumane then it becomes valid or invalid in my opinion which as well is different uh, than digging a prehistoric video 
He says, I care, Adnan. Uh, difficult decisions are beautiful. Cancel culture is only right when someone does not want to listen or lead a discussion. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. I think I think that's that's one of the things that uh, that we're talking about, including uh, including Dahi, uh, who also added just now. Uh, Anthony is a hundred percent right. If we have the power to collectively cancel someone, uh, it should not be used casually and commonly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that I think that's the the gist of the conversation. See, see the word he used, humane. Like we make so much the distinction. People like, oh, you should be more human. No, we are as human as we wish to. Like we are as human as we were born to be. Like being humane and being human are two different things. Being humane is to care and to consider someone. Being human is to make mistakes and tweet, get drunk and tweet ten years ago uh, like uh, something stupid that you, like you didn't think. Like it, again, it wasn't when you were tweeting when I was me. And, and with my BlackBerry, I didn't know that, like, that doesn't excuse if I say something, but I was the product of my, and I'm, I, I d- disagree with most of my ideas when I grew up, but I, opinions, I'm always open to change my opinion, and that's the difference. If you come up with a good argument, I should not be, uh, I should not hold on to my ancient fucking opinion, and I, what I, and you said it, we grew up in a place we should not be tolerant for anything. Most of what we're talking about now. But I'm not. And you're not. Yeah. And we, like, you know what I mean? And we grew out of it and we updated our opinion. Why? Maybe we, we had an experience. Maybe we read something. Maybe something touched us. Maybe that person that did this thing never had the opportunity to... Uh, be touched or be to change his opinion so instead of trying to cancel him why don't you try to get to the bottom of this and he's still the same way fuck that dude you cannot you like not everybody uh, not everybody needs saving what was that line from a svengali song (laughs) you 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 don't have to be to be saved what was that line shit i'm i'm drunk oh you mean uh, from freefall don't need to be saved yeah yeah you, some yeah, some yeah. some things just need to yeah, burn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, I agree with But yeah, yeah. Uh, as uh, to conclude to conclude uh, the cancel culture thing, I think um, yes, I think Dahi sums it up properly. It's it should not be used casually and commonly. Um, just just to to wrap it, I, I mean it's a it's a super big subject uh, that we're. We're I'm not an expert in cancel culture. Yeah, yeah. This is like it's a conversation. I got a few things that I added to my arsenal that I'm gonna use next time if somebody tells me something bad uh, or like you know it says bad uh, a bad opinion. But yeah, I hope I, ins- I I persuade you a little bit to think more about the other person and how flawed we are as human. Yeah. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Just to wrap it up, Anthony says, "I love you guys. Yes, I am capable of that, but I uh, got to go. Keep talking, keep sharing, keep debating, speak up fearlessly. Cheers. Uh, fuck the Lebanese government. Mic drop and bye. Wow, that's a that's a that's a heavy outro, uh, Anthony. Uh, do listen to um, for whoever whoever has to tune out or tune in. Uh, we realize that the the live." Uh, stream is very difficult to to stay on top of but this uh, the show does go on spotify uh apple podcast uh, a bunch of other things tomorrow morning at 9 a.m so you can um, 
plug in some some headphones and and uh, tune in and out as you drive and, and do your things. Um, but shout out to everyone that does tune into the live. But uh, we uh, we touched on cyborgs. <laughs> I have a weird. Uh, I don't want to say belief, but I have a weird um, interpretation of what a cyborg is, and I think uh, we're already there. I think we're all cyborgs, Misha. You mean the connection to our phone, huh? Yep. Yeah. I think I think the only difference between the TV cyborg and what we're living in today is the idea of it being implanted in you. But who goes anywhere without their phone? Look at my broken it's already, phone. It's already implanted. It's already it's, there. Who? Who? How you, many people? How many you times have you seen people too. freak out? Because their phone's about to die. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, you pay money for it. Like, it's not even, they're tracking you and like, but for me, to be honest, I don't mind if everybody knows what I'm thinking of. If there's, <laughs> if, if there's tolerance. See, like, this is, this is why we're gonna uh, uh, go a little bit in the other discussion, but like, if, if you believe that humans can have bad thoughts, which where art comes from, Guillermo del Toro, uh, murder movies, all come from imagination. If you really b- believe in humans and what they are, like, you know, capable of, I'm okay with them having all of my information. <laughs> like, wh- who am I, like, to, to, like, you know what I mean? If that means... I, I am very much connected to this device, but at the same time, I try to take it out and I try to go in, try, try to go in the other direction. And like you said in the beginning of this podcast, maybe it will be hipster or it will be frowned upon to be this digital. But because I told you there's digital influencers, that's something that I could never understand. And after this, go and Google this. This is fucking fascinating. It just. I I understand that I don't understand. I, I am now, as my grandfather looked at the Sega Mega Drive or like, you know, the computer and didn't understand it. And I don't know what the ramifications of, on that will be for human nature. I don't know if Elon, we're, we're like the Elon Musk theory that we're trying, we're, we're building the machines so they can take over. We are the incubators. Basically. <laughs> Think about it. Like, you know, humans are computers that are made of flesh and blood and liquids. Like, you know, <laughs> you take, you take a, a drug. And you feel something different, and you you do something different. It's but chemicals. I'm talking. I'm talking about. Yo, uh, what was that album called? Yeah. That album was tick 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 tick. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was that. We yeah. don't we don't have mystery. We don't we we are the computer. You are the internet. A hundred percent of the time, it, it, you're it, always it connected. Be, it it will be hubris from us to uh, hold on to the old ways because. We, it's it's correct or is like you know what I'm, I don't know what it, what is the balance there should be maybe a balance or there may, may be a different way but uh, I, I don't know I don't know if if like technology will like is bad for us or good for us I don't know 
I, I, I know it's going. You didn't want to hear this from me, but like uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm the guy who used to say, "Oh, like you know, fucking the the, the computers are taking over." It's like we're married to this thing. They, the, like Black Mirror, my favorite series of all times. Yeah, it's so scary because it takes things that are so close, like that rating episodes or of the like you know. We're uh, there. We are there. This is Black Mirror. Uber, Uber is that you rate your drive and you, like you know, it's scary because it's very close to reality. And and to be honest, like there are super scary things there. But with with like advancement, of course, there is like you know, it's it's super weird because we're like the 1800s to the 1900s. There is not a lot of difference. There is advance in the technology, but let's say the graph is like this. Yeah. And then the ni- 1950 to 2020, the graph is like fucking this. The yeah. computer that you have in your pocket is stronger, way stronger than the one that went to the moon, which is fucking insane yeah. idea. Yeah. To 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 think. My dad. My dad used to work for an IT company in the early 90s, and. Mm-hmm. The invent he was there for the invention of the uh, the USB the thumb drive, yeah. And he was like, "This is like a f- a floppy disk <laughs> that can hold two word documents." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was. He's like, the, the, "You can't you can't tear the tape. This is all yeah. digital." It was amazing. And now I'm like, my two hundred and fifty six micro SD card is broken. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this little thing that could hold my entire life yeah. is it, it so the the it, we are cyborgs we it, you are your computer but but i'll tell you one thing adnan when i moved to the uae um i had a hard drive with all my information that i brought with me and the first thing that happened when i moved to the uae is that hard drive is corrupted and i couldn't get any of my information and i thought my life is over and like you know, it's been fifteen years, and uh, life is not over. You know, like I lost everything. I lost every design work that I did. It's like, but like I'm here, and I can like so human. Like in in the Mad Max post uh, apocalyptic, we will we will survive. We're cockroaches. We'll we'll do something. You know, <laughs> we will we will. I don't know if we it will be the same way because. We cannot go back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I want to. I want to see. I want to see today's people not go back to people pre uh, smartphones. I want to yeah. see people with smartphones today exist in a full city without smartphones and internet. Yeah, that kid that is like uh, 12 years old who's following these digital influencers and cannot know the difference between a normal influence for him it's not like do you understand they don't know the concept that there's no internet i need i used to remember my girlfriend's house number and i call on the landline and if the father answers and you have to call from a street because if you call from your house there's the caller id and they will know they will call your father and it's a big deal so so it's like you know you, if if you need to, to see your friend, you meet up at this point at 3 p.m. If he doesn't show up, you have to wait till tomorrow to know what happened to this dude because you cannot just like open the door. I'm downstairs. So 
any like there's a diff it's a different ball game and 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 kids can take so much information and because we are uh, grew up on GTA and we can coordinate uh, like video games we are so much better at computers and now when I I'm designing something I don't even think about the tools it's just talking it's like talking now I'm talking to you and I'm not like thinking about what I'm talking I'm just doing yeah. and that's what you get with uh, experience and technology because talking is a technology Tom, Tom, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah. how, do, how, do, how do I look scary with this uh, light? No, it looks, it looks good. It looks moody. Ooh, Wait, Twilight I, Zone. I wish I could be moody. <laughs> it just looks blue. <laughs> yeah, man. I think... I don't know, man. I, 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 wish, I wish... You know the, the movie Truman Show? Yes. I, I absolutely love that movie. But every time uh, I watch it, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Every time I watch it, I think, can we do that? Can we have that experiment? Minus the technology, minus the, the racism, bigotry, just exclude everything we hate about the world from that world. The, there never can be a, a kid born that's just, you know, racist, bigot, uh, hates anything in the world and can't communicate and if, if you plug a, a person in bring it back in time in today's environment but like minus all the technology what would happen i'm just super curious did, what, I, what if I, you I can't say hey siri what's the weather like in Sharjah? you know what i mean but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing like you are dismissing the human nature you are dismissing being human. Being human is to envy, to love, to be jealous. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the kids, like ducks uh, know how to swim by like, you know, their nature. And like, you know, they, nobody tells them that they have to have sex and they have sex and get kids on. I don't know how ducks, uh, guys, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> we're t- we're talking about, an example. If you're just tuning yeah. in, we're talking about ducks fucking. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag duck porn. But yeah, like you know, uh, uh, like we have we have things inside us that is like the Cain and Abel story, the the the, the whatever it is. Humans. That's why communism will never work. Uh, just a concept. It, it it buries human nature. Anyway, like I told you, I my attention span is very very uh, short. But yeah, like I don't know. I don't like human nature. You will always have this. We cannot, we can, we can take it as it is, like, accept people, try to change, try to communicate. We are clever monkeys that can alter opinions and have new, new, uh, like, you know, uh, yeah, alter our opinions about things by, by talking, which is super weird. Ah, Jesus, I'm so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, I haven't Jesus. I haven't heard you say that in <laughs> so long. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. It, it actually makes sense. You, that's bro. why. That's why. You, cheers, man. You tolerate me, thank you. If I, if I speak, if I speak in big enough words, and I don't slur them, I sound intelligent. But I'm stupid. It's, you're you're not. It makes it all makes perfect sense. And the the fact that uh, that we could sit around and just talk about these like. It just get spacey. I like the word spacey. If we yeah. just get um, 
Get yeah, really like into don't do it. That. Like my the cat like scratches me, and five minutes after that comes in for a hug. Yeah. Like they like you know they they don't like they don't think of themselves as we things are, and like they will not be like me in my bed thinking about how cringy thing I said fifteen years ago to a girl in a party. It's like why do I have this memory? Why do I remember all of the uh, the ayat advertisement songs from the TV? The Arabic TV. Why do I 100%. like? I don't need this information in my brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that's yeah, like like you're saying, that's that's what makes us human. And um, yeah, that, that that's what I get. I, I'm I'm super into technology. I'm a, I, we're fucking streaming on Facebook right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. And we're you're in Amsterdam. I'm in Dubai. We're talking over the interwebs by the power of whatever the fuck it is. I, I'm connected to a camera where I could zoom and zoom out and you could see it live and as yeah. someone that's disconnected to, to technology I'm, I'm still like I just I want to start a fire and like camp out in the in the middle of nowhere and like like don't talk to me like I a hundred percent of the people that need to communicate with me uh, will tell you this. I 99% of the time don't answer my WhatsApp or or my calls or or anything like that. Oh, I know. <laughs> I just I turn I I I physically put it away. Like I I put it somewhere where I can't see it. Because yeah. I I have this craving to just like go hunting and like and like camp and stuff. But I I physically probably won't be able to survive that. It's like this this fantasy that I have of of what life should be, uh, but, but but like you know, to be serious for a minute, <clears throat> a moment, this is what I was telling you. This kid that is born on a, not knowing the difference between we are born in a generation when we have to dial numbers, go camping, appreciate, uh, like you know things. Th- th- this. 12 years old doesn't really need the camp it, the camping experience maybe for us it goes back to a more primal uh like our dad or like family or good times that we spent for him it doesn't mean mean the same yeah so uh, trying like trying to say come son let's let's do this maybe it will create that in your child because that's what what the the memory that you will create with him but with the neglected children for example in dubai that the maids are raising half of these children until 7 p.m like you yeah. know they're in school till three and then like i don't know yeah. i don't know man it, it will mean something different because i was this kid i didn't i was not i was born in a environment that didn't understand me and it was different and i was different and i seeked and i think this 12 years old well like if, if nobody understands him and nobody like trying trying to i say we can never make the new rules we we need to give it to the new gener- we we actually need to help the newer generation uh, create the roles because we know the past and we know the future. Which we is tried there. and they're just doing TikToks, Misha. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what is t- like TikTok is? I don't understand. TikTok I, is I, the bastard child of Vine. Do you remember Vine and remember Instagram that. Stories? Mm-hmm. It's just I, I, I remember. It's just uh, lip syncing. Uh, 
and yes. dancing to songs that already exist and and that it's about 15 seconds there's like uh, your mama's house uh, Tom Segura and uh, Christina Pezinski they they curate these fucking weird ass um, uh, TikTok like videos videos uh, they're did, 15 seconds they're just not called a video yeah, yeah whatever whatever the, like just the idea Adnan imagine do you remember how hard it is to film something like Dude, to have to to record a song and film yourself for example I, I was talking about this uh, I was talking about this I have a cousin who's um, shout out shout out to Arine uh just just finishing uh about to finish high school and they were talking we were talking about creativity what she wants to do um the the different kind of uh interests she has and stuff like that and i was saying dude you realize based on tiktok alone uh you have more video editing skills as a 16 year old kid than i did when i was 23 <laughs> and uh, that was my profession that I, yeah. as a video editor, the idea <laughs> that you know how to cut, change angles, uh, add add uh, music and uh, sync it to the video on an app for a fifteen second video is more than I used to have when I was twenty three, and a full and a full time video editor. <laughs> that, that, that's the generation that is born on GTA. And like, you know, tapping on the, like knowing rhythm or like, you know, they got a different set of skills. Therefore, their creativity will come in a different form. You know what I mean? Like we, uh, uh, what we did was magic to our parents and what these guys are doing is it's, it's not going to be as magic for us because I'm curious and I'm not going to bury myself. And I say this way or the highway, I, I'm always humbled by technology or new but i that's me and i and secretly want to be that guy you know like we have to admit that i have to admit that at like 40 years old like i'm sure a 20 years old person will come up with something that relates to 20 years old more than me you know my, what, I, what i can do is use that with my experience he doesn't have my experience yeah i can d- use that and make something uh, uh, good or, or better or uh, something like that. But if I'm going to say, no, this is the way, like, it, we never do it this way. Go, coming back to the first sentence of this podcast, why do we do things? Yeah. Why do we do it this way? It's like, oh, we never did it any other way. This is the way we do things. Okay, is there a better way to do this? Technology yeah. has passed, had, had advanced, is that... So, cyborg, not a bad thing. I, 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 if, if I'm not judged, if, if the cyborgs can tell when I'm thinking about killing someone because this, they, uh, swerved in traffic and tried to, to hit me, or actually thinking about plotting to kill someone, I'm all for the, the cyborg because I'm evil. Sure, sure that. I mean, it starts with a Alexa. It starts with Alexa knowing your shopping list. That's <laughs> that's where it starts. When you're like Alexa, play. Yeah, but like again, play Beyonce. Black Mirror. That third uh, the episode when when this guy ironically posted that he likes this band and he died and they cloned him. 
and the clone thought this guy actually liked this band. You can never clone irony. When I post, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Nature, oh, man. man, that's Human crazy. I, I need to go revisit uh, Black, Black, Black Mirror. Black Mirror is ah, beautiful, beautiful. What, what, a, what a TV series. I love it. TV series have become so, uh, uh, so long. Remember when we used to have like, dude? I was just, thrones? I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say one thing that uh, you and I watched together, uh, making yeah. a murderer. Ah, yes. We we did that season one in in forty eight hours. Yes. And it was the start of the Netflix when, yeah, documentary. It, also, Netflix wasn't even allowed in the UAE. You had a mm-hmm. VPN. <laughs> yes. I'm and a like criminal. A secret, I'm a, pirate. A, a secret account. Uh, but yeah, Making a Murder, we, we watched that shit and uh, ate pizza for, for like two days straight. I One of the vividest, like one of the best memories of my life, watching the Red Wedding at your house with like Rajah and everybody and like this, the, the names on the screen comes out and there's not even music and everybody's so depressed. It's like, do you want some ice cream? And we go to Mbatuta Mall and we get some ice cream because we were so depressed. <laughs> so for, 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 for those that have watched Game of Thrones, uh, I'm not going to say spoilers because if you haven't watched it yet, you don't deserve yeah, to watch go it. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, this is from like season two or three. Uh, the, the Red Wedding... Uh, was was a traumatic episode, and I was with uh, a bunch of a bunch of my friends, a bunch of metalheads, people in bands, uh, Misha included. Uh, there was uh, Rajah and Rami from uh, Nerve Cell. There was Ala Abu Raghib, the shithead that we talked about earlier. <laughs> there was uh, uh, I think uh, Mekdadi was in the house. Um, yeah. There's just a bunch of people in bands and musicians and stuff, and it was so traumatic watching the Red Wedding. That uh, that no one spoke for for like twenty minutes. Literally, we went to our ice cream. Nobody's saying anything. Just mm. finished the ice cream, drove home. <laughs> yeah, we decided we decided to just just have some ice cream and everyone go home and sleep in their own beds and just cry a little bit because it was so traumatic. TV has been great lately. Has it? I, I haven't found anything. It's like music for me. I just I'm like yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of going back to the stuff I know. There's, I'm overwhelmed with the options. It's same, uh, same same what I told you. There's so much information. There's so much, uh, but I don't give second chances anymore. Yeah, you never did. If if something didn't cut it from episode two, fuck it. Yeah, and this is like wrong, but like because a lot of series pick up or like you know a lot of one of my favorite series is uh you you like hated community but like it's community. the crea- creators of freaking morty basically mm-hmm. but they didn't know where we're, where they were going with the show until episode six so there was no arc there was nothing so basically if you watch the first six it's like ah this is bullshit but it turns out to be one of the best shows on television of all time like listen it, I just, it's so brilliant I have to clarify I like immunity I don't hate the creators of Rick and Morty I don't even <laughs> hate Rick and Morty I, I hate, hate fans. fans of Rick and Morty <laughs> yes doesn't make you smart bro I love I love Tool I could sing you every 
every tool song from 10,000 Days. I, I could, I, I, except for the last album, I don't give a shit about it. But I, all the previous stuff, I can, I can recite it word for word. I just <laughs> hate Tool fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. It's, it's like because nerds are cool now. Like being smart is cool. When you were a nerd back in high school, it it was not cool. Dude, like our the, time, if if you wore a bag yeah. with two straps, <laughs> nerd. It, uh, people were like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? You gotta wear one." And now, now it's like it's completely different. Uh, I remember this movie. Um, it was the remake of uh, the Johnny Depp thing, Twenty One Jump Street. Twenty One Jump Street. When um, uh, what's that big dude's name? Yeah, uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum was like, hey, look at this nerd. He's, he's wearing his backpack. And everyone's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's cool now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, it, it, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's now nerds are like, have the money and have the, the like, yeah. It, <laughs> but that, like, the, I, I don't hate the, the builds. Like the build mostly guys, I don't hate the nerds, but now just like it's cool to lo- like uh, Rick and Morty. It, it's cool to like some shows, and it's cool to hate on Nickelback. They're terrible. I hate Nickelback, but like you know, sometimes it's it's just cool to hate on something. Uh, tool included. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I I, I am I cool. So I I'll tell I'll tell you I. I I have my opinion about things. I like things that are not popular. And uh, I hate things that are popular sometimes. Like yeah. the Big, I, Big Bang Theory. Uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't open that door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, um, yeah, let's... Uh, uh, I, I wanna, I wanna ask you one last question. Uh, we're sure. definitely, we're definitely gonna have a part two very, very soon. It's not gonna be in like a couple of months. It's gonna be very, very soon because I just realized it's been three hours and a half, and we didn't even talk about fucking Aramaic Crow Murder or or any of the music stuff. I d- I have all of this stuff lined up to play. <laughs> We didn't talk about yeah. Le- uh, going to Lebanon together. We didn't talk about uh, going to Turkey together. So we definitely we definitely need a part two. We're gonna have a yeah. part two version. I loved getting spacey with you, though. I like. <laughs> I think. It, yeah, I think it's, this is so natural, man. I, I I'm not even making an effort. Exactly. I think. I think this is uh, this uh, not only um, not it wasn't just fun for me, but it was like this is. The comfort zone. This is this is and, what and we, sorry, we used to do on a daily I'm basis. Sorry if I offended anyone, I didn't mean to. I'm just trying to uh, like say things and either further my opinion in one direction or just change it. I I, I don't think you need to apologize. I don't think anyone no, anyone needs to same. apologize. I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, mean you cannot you cannot cancel me. I've been through worse. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been through worse yet. I don't. <laughs> We're we're yeah. we're not gonna cancel. We're, no one's gonna cancel you, Misha. We're we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a great uh, conversation part I'm, two. We're I'm just, gonna. I'm just happy that people like you know uh, are tuning into this because we need this. Like we need these. Uh, no, like uh, okay, you listen to the big podcast. You li- yeah, but like you know, 
I, I, I knew more. I, Ilya, for example, a very misunderstood person that I really mis- like had a bad idea about, uh, like, because we met in the scene, drinking, like, you know, probably thinks he, I'm a drunk because every time he saw me, I was like fucking drunk. But like, you know, it's like these, these conversations actually makes, yeah. It's just getting getting idea. getting to know people yeah, that we've people. we've bumped into for fucking thousands of times, and you you haven't yeah. had five minutes to have a conversation. I for, think for that's, me, it's it's necessary. This what you're doing is great, man. Thank you, brother. It means it means the absolute world to me. And I, uh, you you know how uh, picky I am when it comes to stuff that that has to do with you. I wanted to make mm-hmm. sure that we knew what we were doing and the fact that it was sticking around <laughs> and uh, th- that's why you're episode 55 um yeah. i uh, we, we've had we've had situations in the past where we we're like hey do you want to do this together i'm like no 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 we need to wait i want to make sure that's going to last <laughs> before, yeah, it's, before it's, I, I get you in I, on I this i had a great time i had a great time Thank you, man. It was it was a pleasure having you. Um, I'm gonna. I'm, I have one more question for you that I ask everyone, and I'm gonna ask it in part one, and I will ask it again in part two. Um, uh, but I'm just gonna read through the comments. Uh, Dahi saying, "You guys seen the King of Bahrain's security robot?" I have no idea what you're talking about, but I will Google that as soon as we hang up uh, this this live. Uh, Thomas saying, "I'm so looking forward to part two. Great fun, guys. Really cool evening. Thank you so much, Thomas." And um, dude, uh, when when Misho was was in town, uh, you guys would have been fucking close friends. Uh, when if <laughs> if uh, we ever visit Amsterdam or Misho yes, ever please. comes back uh, to to Dubai, you guys will will hit it off. Ashish says, I "Love this guys. It's it was an awesome, uh, great discussion. Thank you, Ashish, uh, for for tuning in. And uh, shout out to Metal Monk. We'll um, we'll share on the on this page tomorrow. And um, for those that don't already, uh, make sure you hit follow and like uh, get notifications. I don't know what the fuck it's called on Facebook uh, for for the live streams. We do uh, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday uh, live live podcast. It's also on uh, Spotify and Rami, Apple Podcast, uh, Anchor, all all that stuff. So if you just search unmuted, you'll you'll figure it out. Um, oh, holy shit! Ken just tuned in. Uh, what is up, Ken? My dude, it's been it's been ages. Uh, it's been fifty five episodes, Ken. You're a little late to the party, um, but uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. I'm wrapping up with uh, with Misha right now. So, Misha, last question. Okay. Syria, art scene, getting into music, moving to Dubai, uh, going through everything in Dubai, ups and downs, figuring out who your crowd is. Uh, getting to move to the Netherlands, figuring out who your crowd is there, starting from scratch, all that stuff. If you had a time machine to go back and visit Little Misho, pre-Metal Hammer magazine, pre-the ambition that you had, and you were to give one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Uh... Like a very young age, like j- just before that aspiration kicked in, where that made yeah. you become who you are. Like people are flawed, just give them the benefit of the doubt and don't don't ha- hang your happiness on 
anyone. Your happiness comes from within, and if if you are, yeah, if the, people can add to your happiness, but if you're not happy, if you don't know how to love yourself, nobody like can love you. So it's cliche. Oh my god, uh, I did not think of that. Like that sounds. It's not cliche. It's not cliche. No, no. Redo, redo it, redo it. I take it back. Yes. Uh, uh, you, you eat, you eat, uh, uh, yeah, you do the woman, you make woman orgasm. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, you make the woman orgasm. That is no. the tip I'm gonna give my, we're sticking self. to the original. We're going back to you don't need anyone to be a, <laughs> happiness comes from within. No, no, you give women <laughs> orgasms because they deserve fucking orgasms. And, and yes, it's not about you. You're too, you're too young. You will get better at this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> With those final words, we end episode fifty-five. Happiness comes from within, and uh, and make sure you female orgasm, and yes. and make sure you make your women <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> Misho, could you do the uh, honors and say hit the outro? Hit the outro, bro. Right on.